everybody, welcome to episode 35 of the Intermission Podcast, the show where two film graduates discuss classic, iconic, and obscure films from times gone by. We're your hosts, Oscar W. Fitchett. And Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods is hosting this one. All the only listeners, you just need to go YouTube to find yeah, you out. Yeah, mi- you missed out on the joke. Um, I'll try and do a funny background. I'm Robbie Twitter, by the way. I try to do a funny <laughs> background every week. Wait, so you're not Tiger Woods? <laughs> no, I'm not Tiger Woods. Sorry. I'm, uh, I've am i never done golf, actually. I was going to say I'm terrible at golf, but I've never tried. I could be fucking incredible. And I'd, <laughs> I'd, never, I'd never know. Oh, this is one where I'm not swearing, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's that was yeah, my first sorry. point in the notes. This is my this is my first point in the notes. We are going to yeah. try to make this a clean episode of the intermission <laughs> podcast. And by try, I mean we're gonna we're going to we're gonna we're going do to, it. We're gonna do it. My mum gave us uh, a challenge yes. for at least this one thing because she's seen this film. So she's like, I don't even know her p- opinions on it. I don't even know if she likes it. I just know <laughs> she's seen it. It's it's never been a film she's mentioned to me one at all. Yeah. So, but she, but she said she's seen it. So she gave us the challenge not to swear. So we can do th- this. There, there we We're go. Yes. Definitely going to be able to do this. I feel like I, we at least need to try this. Like just generally, yeah. I feel like I need to like, especially like, because obviously, like we discovered in the Philadelphia Story episode that we yeah. ended up swearing when we really were trying not to. But what we discovered was when we're just chatted. It just, it just comes it out. It just comes out, yeah. Because as two mates, it just happens. Sometimes yeah. it ju- it's just in our vocabulary. But I'm trying to think of myself, right, if I want any sort of job in presenting, yeah. <laughs> so probably, look, yeah. I, sh- I at least want, like, an example of, like, here's it clean. Here's, here's my presenting skills when I'm not swearing. Yeah. So that's, so that's one point that I want to um, say there. The, the other point uh, that I want to bring up is yeah. this Robbie? Is the team Oscar team Robbie? Thing. Oh Christ! Yeah, I've, got, um, I've still got the list. It somewhere. hasn't changed since, obviously. Yeah, okay, we're gonna good. Uh, we're gonna end up busting out the poll, uh, busting up another poll. Hell yeah! S- soon, and then we'll revisit it by the end of the episode. Um, I was on a night out with uh, one one Tyler and Angus, and oh, also God. and also Ellie Cutmore. Um, I really like and two of those people. <laughs> you, you, you figure out which is which. <laughs> and in that group. To which there was one point when I found myself sat next to Tyler um, outside of Out Out. Um, yeah. And to which I went, Tyler, I've got a question for you. And he went, oh, okay. And, I went, and he went, this could be one or two questions. And I asked him. Oh and first of all, I asked him the question. He went, well, that's not the question I thought. That's not any of the questions I thought you would have asked. <laughs> uh but what? But the question I did ask him was, "Why are you Team Robbie and not Team Oscar?" Oh, to which, wow. <laughs> to which I asked this, and he went, "Right, okay, so, because um, Robbie is cooler." And then I took great offense to this, and to which I was then next to Angus. I was like, "Did you hear this?" Tyler said, "I'm co- that Robbie's cooler than me." To which Angus was absolutely flabbergasted by that statement. And then to which, to which then Tyler went, hang on, let me explain what I mean by that. <laughs> so right. it's not the, I want to so hear, hear this explanation. So honest. it's not the, so it's not the fact of like, he just stopped at Robbie's cool and you Oscar. That's why. Yeah. But, but he just went, let me explain as an editor. And as someone who, you know, wants to learn after effects, just Robbie's cooler in that regard. Hell yeah. 
But he basically went, no, let me explain. He's cooler than you because he can do computers more than you. <laughs> That's the <laughs> complete opposite of being cooler. <laughs> can I, yeah, just, to, just to, like, make that very clear. Uh, because I know stuff about computers is the complete opposite of me being cooler than someone. But like oh, that was my literal thought. I was like, "What's he gonna say?" He could again in my head. He could have went. He's got a better fashion style than you. He's funnier you're than damn you. He right. could. He could have said any of that in terms yeah. of a response to being. He's cooler than you because of this. He went. No, he's cooler than you because he can do hologram effects on After Effects. <laughs> is, is what is what Tyler said to me. So oh, what? Tyler, God. So what? Tyler. T- Tyler is in Team Robbie for the reason of he basically wants to just because just, he thinks I'm a good editor. He wants to leech off you, basically, with right, your okay. ed- editing well, skills. Well, you're not, you're not gonna, Tyler. All right, <laughs> I'm not doing anything for you. Well, actually, I, um, Leo's asked me to do some VFX for his FMP. Uh, right. But, the bit, if it goes into production or whatever, but yeah, um, God, yeah. I, I mean, he's get, I think he's getting Angus on board to do some sort of. Oh, really? As well, yeah, some props yeah. and things. And I know he wants Connor. I know nothing really about the film, but that's what it, I know. Yeah, it's a. Um, I, I don't know if I, if you want me to say it. it's like a horror comedy no. thing, but I know that much. Yeah. That's yeah yeah, 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 which is interesting, cool. interesting, yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah. Oh, I found out. I, I I can I think I can say stuff about what I was alluding to last last episode. Go on. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I got a job. I don't know. I I, I don't know if I would. Because la- thank you very much. Last week I didn't know if I was allowed to say anything, but I, I've I've signed all my contracts and I've signed my NDAs and stuff. I can't. I'm currently. I've just been employed by ITV. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm working on Emmerdale, um, yeah. and and that's all. And that's all I can say. I've signed so many NDAs. I <laughs> there's like pages on pages in my contract of being like, signed this, which means that you're not allowed to say anything about about anything. Yes. Um. But yeah. So I've just started. I just started my new job, and that's if it seems like yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Both simultaneously happy and out of it is because I'm very excited about having a new job, but I'm also incredibly tired. <laughs> I'm so goddamn tired. Exactly how professional filming should be, realistically. Yeah, yeah just being uh, knackered all the time. But it's good. Okay. I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, nice one, man. Nice one. And while, and while before I forget, oh, smack me. Oh, give us a smile, Robbie. There you go. I'm just going to put up the pot, the new poll. Are oh, you putting the new poll up? Yes. Nice. Uh, Is it who's cooler, Robbie? <laughs> no, it's not who's cooler. Because that's not I might, what it is. I could ring Tyler and ask and, uh, and say thank you to him. I mean, you could. Let's see I'm, if he answers. I'm g- yeah, let's go. Because we, <laughs> we can cut this out if he doesn't. Oh, so. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll right, <laughs> let's get him in. But he, was, he was active nine minutes ago on Snapchat. He's always on Snapchat, I'm sure. Oh, swearing. Oh, sorry. Can, it, <laughs> can you hear this? Is this coming out? Hiya, Tyler. You are right, babe? Hey. Yeah, just recording an intermission, lad. Uh, <laughs> just, wanted, just wanted to say thanks for you saying that I'm cooler than Oscar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that every day of the goddamn week. Nice. You're welcome. Oh, thanks, man. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, that that that's it from me. Okay, bye, Robbie. All right, love you. <laughs> love you, bye. 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 <laughs>
Oh dear, that he's definitely downstairs <laughs> in the oak right there. Yeah, I can he just is. See everyone like... can hear me. I was here. I, th- I had a few boys there. I think I heard Angus. I think I heard Kate. I definitely <laughs> heard Angus. All I'm yes. saying, I definitely heard Angus. Because <laughs> with the headphones on, I could barely hear what he was saying then. So I've got. I'm, I'll listen to this back and see what he said. <laughs> Thank God. He, he just kind of went like, "All oh, right, yeah, nice." And yeah, that was sound, it, really. Sounds like Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I will officially share the poll. Excellent. Uh, now, and now I've tagged us in it as well, so we can share that poll on our yes. own Instagrams. Let's so go. while we're doing all this nonsense, again, you might be wondering why are you even like, what, what's the point of all of this? It's it's a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> it's the, yeah, it's a bit of oh, a. Laugh, here we go. It? There we go. Uh, it's yep, there we officially go. been once again. What team are you? You are Team Robbie, and I am Team Oscar. Because duh. I was going to say, can I, can I, can we vote ourselves? I'm putting, yeah. Okay, excellent. Well, I'm voting Team Robbie. Hell yeah. I've already added it to my story. You're melon. Go away. Right. And all, and all this tribalism out the way with. Yes. <laughs> what are we okay. talking about this week? Oh, wise one. I want to give a little bit of a little Bethany update. Hang on a minute. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Just, just right before I want to give a bit of mention for a few things. Cause one, uh, this is the first time. One, we're on letter, uh, we're on IMDb. Yes. Uh, Bethany's on IMDb, and also just all my <laughs> films. So now Robbie yeah. is now an IMDb credited actor and editor oh, yeah. and sound department. <laughs> you better believe it. It's a very varied IMDb page. It must be said because it makes me also laugh that Joseph Caslin is created actor and now also sound department. Sound de- yeah, sound department. <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah, I was very so, excited about that, actually. That I finally on IMDb page. Yeah, exactly, man. So there's that. And also, I got Lil Bethany on Letterboxd as well. Yes. So what I'll say is, like, give it give it all the ratings. If you can, give it all the stars. Um, I pull, I questioned Gary when we were around Lewis's last time. And I was like, yeah. why'd, you give, why'd you give Lil Bethany only four stars, Gary? <laughs> and, and then Lewis was like, yeah, what's wrong with it? And then, like, Gary went, like, there's nothing wrong with it. I went, there was not a perfect five, Gary. And <laughs> Christ. And then he was like, I need to watch it again. I need to watch it again. I was like, okay, that's fair. Fair guy. Fair. Unbelievable. But, um, uh, but also with Love Bethany is we are officially uh, being nominated at the Tees Valley International Film Festival for Best Horror Film. So yes. That'll, that'll be screened, I know, Wednesday the 26th of October at 12 p.m. when the horror film's again screened, and then it will be, the winner of that will be announced on the Friday, 29th of October, at Stockton Arc. So it's just come full circle. Excellent it's stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Great. Well excited. I don't know who, who's joining me yet. I'm going to try and get Joe, but... Oh, hell yeah. But we'll see. Oh, but, yeah. That sounds great. Can, it, can anybody come to that, or do you have to have a film nominated? You could probably come to that. I'll, I I'll let say. You, I'll let you know if... Uh, if, uh, for, for the closing ceremony, you can, yeah, you'll be able to. Yeah, hell yeah. So I put, yeah. uh, I've, did you see my review of Love Bethany? Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars, not too bad. Would have preferred it in color and if it was about two aliens falling in love. Nice quality. And Excellent then, stuff. And then Lewis's review, I liked a lot as well. Oh, I did see Lewis's. What was that? Uh, this film made me forget color. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Which okay. I I remember I remember he said this is the very first the only interaction him and Fletch have ever had was they were just out like in arc when we were all like after all the films had screened 
and this is the very first time he's met Fletch, and he went like, I'm not used to you in colour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is weird. Weird to see your skin tone. <laughs> You're in colour, what? <laughs> I think I remember, there was also another point where like Lewis saw like a picture of just the house that was filmed, and he went like, is that the house where you filmed? I went, yeah. He went, do you know why? I d- I've never seen it in colour, so I don't, I've never known so what it's like. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, so Lord Bethany's looking good. I'm uh, excited for the Tees Valley International Film Festival. Nice. Uh, fingers crossed, but the fact it's nominated is yeah, it's really awesome. Cool. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much, Robbie. Um, and also, uh, DIY is there under the best student film category as well. So uh, excited, excited. Not the school about representing. Exactly. Exactly. I think good. a first. I think a first year's uh, one of the Cigar Cigar music videos that the first years did also got selected in that festival oh, as cool. well. Nice. So it's 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 look it's it's a good yeah. it's a good uh good good thing. Oh, Tyler wants to message the intermission podcast. Oh no! <laughs> What's he saying? What's he saying? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, Team Robbie forever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, this is it's going to become gang warfare, and I'm telling you now, it's it's going to be just absolute shambles. Oh, I am a big fan of that. Cheers, Ty. <laughs> Love you. Should we get into Hell yeah. this week's film discussion, Robbie? Yeah, let's do uh, it. And this and this week we are discussing um, in anticipation for the Marilyn Monroe film coming out this yes. week on Netflix. At the time of recording this, I haven't seen Blonde yet. Just want to say. Nice. Uh, but by the t- <laughs> I can't say that on this. I can't say that on a non-swearing <laughs> podcast. God damn it. I'm getting all of this in a bit uh, in okay. the intermission section. But, in anticip- but I haven't seen Blonde yet. Uh, yeah. By the time the episode's out, I would have done. But, mm-hmm. um, but, the f- but this is why we're talking about this film. And the film that we are talking about this week is the 1955 romantic comedy, The Seven Year Itch. Uh, the, film, the film is directed by Billy Wilder. Uh, written by Billy Wilder and George Axelrod. It's based on the play written by George Axelrod uh, of the same name. And the film stars Marilyn Monroe, Tom Ewell, Evelyn Keyes, Sonny Tufts, Robert Strauss, Oscar Homolaka, uh, Marguerite Chapman, Victor Moore, and Roseanne. Uh, that is how this person's credited. And the, plot, and the plot synopsis of the seven-year Richard at IMDb is when his family goes away for the summer, a... Um, Hitherto faithful husband with an overactive imagination is tempted by a beautiful neighbor. Uh, Accolades the film holds it has an 84% on the tomato meter and an audience score of 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Holds a score of 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb and 3.4 out of 5 stars on Letterboxd. Um, Other accolades that holds it was nominated for one Writers Guild of America Award for Best Written American Comedy for Billy Wilder and George Axelrod. It was nominated for one Directors Guild of America Award for Outstanding Directorial Achievement in Motion Pictures for Billy Wilder. Uh, it, was nom- it was nominated and won one Golden Globe for Best uh, Actor in a Musical or Comedy for Tom Ewell. And it was also nominated for one BAFTA Award for Best Foreign Actress for Marilyn Monroe. So, Seven Year Itch. Uh, this is the first time I've seen this film. This is, ah. uh, this is the very first time. And I knew nothing about this this is the first this is the first in the sense of like no both of us had not, never seen this film yes. and both of us knew nothing at least you know when we talked about um the deer hunter that was an example of 
a film that neither of us had seen before watching it for this podcast. Yeah. I at least knew it was a Vietnam War film. Yeah. I at least knew that. With this film, I knew this was the film of Marilyn Monroe in the dress. That mm. is what I that is how I knew of this film. And uh in terms of other like thoughts of this film, obviously I'm a big Billy Wilder fan. Uh, you can go to our um Some Like It Hot episode, another Billy Wilder film with Marilyn Monroe in it. Um I talked loads about how I'm a big Billy Wilder fan. Um I love the apartment, Some Like It Hot, Double Indemnity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Love Billy Wilder. I think he is one of the best directors and also just one of the best screenwriters ever. So I was interested in this film in terms of, like, oh, what can this be? It's another Marilyn Monroe, Billy Wilder film. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, Robbie, what is your uh, relationship with I, this film? I, I, again, I, again, knew nothing about this. Um, I wouldn't have even known it was the dressed one if you hadn't said last week. I would have had no idea. Um, turns out so it's about a dude cheating on his wife. <laughs> yes, it but, is. Yes, it um, is. So, yeah, I, I didn't know anything about this. Um, I had never even heard of this film before you wrote it down on a piece of paper and sent me a photo of said piece of paper. So, I, I yeah, I would never have known. Um, can I, can, for, uh, for my initial point on this, I want to get this out of the way. Yes. Um, my I I made some notes right, but Go I want to it. I'd like to preface the notes because um I'm gonna rattle through them, um because <laughs> right so here's the context for the notes is that I started watch I've I've watched this film in two parts, <clears throat> so I, I watched like the first half an hour last night, um mm. at like eleven o'clock, and right. and here's and here's the thing of like prefacing the fact that I. I they have a job now and stuff is the fact that I've been up at five in the morning all week, right? So when it gets to eleven o'clock, my brain is just not working, right? So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna rattle through some of these. Go for it. Um first note, I've got I've got six in total, so we won't linger on them. Uh yeah. Mr. Sherman equals nons question mark. Next. I wish everyone was naked. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. It's not better for you. Don't know what that was in relation to. Next. Right then. A wank, I think. Um, <laughs> next. I've never... <laughs> next. I've never, I've, I've never seen a psychopath so down bad in my life. Uh, <laughs> next. <laughs> and next, they instantly take the nurse away. So I'm going to make guesses at what I was on about. Um, the Mr. Sherman equals, <laughs> equals nuns, I think. I think is in relation to... The bit at the beginning where he's redesigning a cover for little women and he's saying yes. he wants he wants them to have like scoop necks to show off yes. uh, the breasts or whatever. Um that book's about teenagers. Don't do that. Uh yeah. the next <laughs> the next one, the I wish everyone was naked part. I think <laughs> I think that's in regards to um that weird <laughs> that weird diner lady that comes up to him and serves him for his oh, food. And right. then go- <laughs> And then goes oh, like, hang on a minute. nobody should wear clothes ever. <laughs> hang on a minute, I've got I've got a phone call coming in here. Hang on a minute, oh. I'll put on I'll put on speaker. Who the Who the hell is this? Hello, um, who is this? Hey, Oscar, it's your best friend Martin Scorsese. Forget about it. Oh my God, it's Martin. <laughs> this is actually Martin Scorsese, is it? Yeah, forget about it. Oh, I- Marty, this can I call you Marty? Okay, right. Um, I, I, I just want to um, 
Can I ask you, I'm currently recording the Intermission podcast. Um, are you familiar with this? I'm Team Rugby, I love the Intermission. Oh, okay, well, that wasn't the question I was going to ask you, Marty. Uh, but we're currently talking about, um, can I just get your opinions on the film that we're currently talking about? We're talking about The Seven Year Itch. Are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it. Hello, Marty? situational comedy where a delusional husband with an overactive imagination struggles to resist his desires while his wife and child are away in the summer. Marty, are you just reading the uh, wiki there? He can't hear you, Robbie. Oh, <laughs> God. But Robbie asked you, are you just re- reading the wiki there? <laughs> okay, cool, cool. How, how, do you, how do you feel like this film compares with Billy Wilder's other work? And, and, what, and what about Marilyn Monroe's performance in this film? What's your opinion on that, Marty? Don't forget about it. Don't forget about it. So you're a fan. Yeah. You're a fan of it. Okay, good. So, and w- one last question, Marty, before, before, because uh, uh, I, I suspect you're really busy with the uh, upcoming film you got with Leonardo DiCaprio. How is Leo, by the way? Okay, yeah, nice one, nice one. Um, Get put him on the phone, mate. Um, <laughs> and um, and so, would you class the Semyerich as cinema? Don't forget about it, cinema, cinema, cinema. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure if if that means that you think this is cinema or not. I guess. Yeah. Okay. This Semyerich is cinema. Well, thank it you, Mike. Cinema. Do you, do you have any other thing to say? Nah. Nah, well, uh, thank you very much, Mai. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on uh, the Intermission Podcast. Wow. Yep. Yep, yep. Thank you very much, Mai. I'll let you get back to uh, doing your thing. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye-bye, Marty. <laughs> Please, can that be a recurring segment on the show? Hey, if Martin Scott says he calls me back, he, it will. That's but, fantastic. Uh, I loved him in Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, uh, you, you want them all naked. Is that what you said? Yeah, so the, the I wish everyone was naked, you know, I think was um, in regards to that, that weird diner lady that's talking to him and serving him properly, and then is all of a sudden, like... Everyone should be naked all the time and there'd be no war. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So I don't know what that was about. Um, the it's not better for you part, I don't know what that was about. Probably cigarettes or something. There's a lot of talk of cigarettes in this. Um, the right then a wank, I think, was... <laughs> I, I think that's in... Because there's, there's, a, there's a clip of... Um, in like an old Alan, in one of the Alan Partridge TV series, where he's left alone in a hotel room and he just kind of claps his hands together and goes, "Right, oh. I'm like, I think," which I think is what I was on about in regards to when, the, like, the first time he gets home. I think it just reminded me of that. Apparently, um, right. I've never seen a psychopath more down Brad. Um, I think that I mean that speaks for itself, doesn't it? I don't think that needs explaining. That, that's that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, this yeah, entire yeah. movie. Uh, and they instantly take the nurse away, I think, in regards to the fact that uh, an enti- a seemingly an entire hospital staff walks in on him and a nurse kissing, and their instant thought is to get the nurse away, as if it will have been her fault. 
<laughs> straight away they're like, it must be her. It cannot it cannot be the guy. Um, anyway, I think I think I think that was uh, my miscellaneous notes from being uh, sleep deprived. Right. The rest of this I'm going to do off the cuff. Um, but overall, I'll do my overall thoughts. Yes, and then I'll say I, my overall after you. I uh, so I'm gonna. Um, I think this is going to be a rather hot take, and I think I'm going to be quite controversial here. We'll see. Uh, so I apologize to anyone who gets upset about this, namely Julia. I, I imagine we'll get upset about this. Um, she like this film? No, but she loves some like it hot. Um, yeah, but, this to, okay, say your this to me, this to me is infinitely funnier than some like it hot. I loved this, and I cannot explain why. <laughs> I cannot explain why I liked this so much, but I found this hilarious. This was so funny. Right. I'll say my bit. Okay. Jesus Christ. Right. Um, I was going to run with this and be like, so Robbie, uh, I now finally yeah. understand how you feel about when you watched the Philadelphia story. I... Hmm hated this film <laughs> i really oh this film sucks <laughs> so hard i, I really like oh this oh my god i thought i found um i found the the characters were very funny and endearing do you know what it was it did i endearing. think endearing you're looking at yes. this guy it's like oh bless him no, no, not bless him. He's a terrible bloke. He's obviously an awful person. That's not, but he's funny, and I I appreciate it for that. I think it's it's hilarious to me that I would say a good I would say about seventy percent of this movie is a guy imagining cheating on his wife and then going, "Not me though," and then inevitably cheating on his wife, <laughs> and that's the movie. That's the that's the film. It's it's hilarious. I thought it was like a. It genuinely felt, after a while, I was like, this is like an hour and 40 minute long, stretched out version of an episode of Frasier. Is exactly what this felt like. Because it all took right. place in like one room and was just random escapades going on. Can you tell this was based off a play? Yes. Can you tell? Yes, you can. It was, it was, more, it was more a play than it was a film. <laughs> I was going to say, so, they, so I imagine they didn't change the script for this at all. Oh, I can imagine they just did. Well, that's like because Bill, Billy Wilder you know just what? slapped a credit on, but he didn't do anything because <laughs> they've just taken the play script and <laughs> done that and run with it. That's what I mean. It's so like it is so like like literally it is so theater. Yeah, it's that, all it's all sense. just in one room. To the point of like it's just a man speaking. Yeah, like, which that, is that's I the think chunk where of this the film. Note of being a psychopath came from because <laughs> this guy is mental. <laughs> by the way he is he is a lunatic he's like every two minutes he starts monologuing to himself and then he'll flash back to an imaginary situation and then come back and be like oh god oh i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah there's there's a scene where he's talking to he's imagining his wife in the garden talking room with yeah. his wife belittling his masculine sexual ab ability yeah, is what she's doing. He's like, no, women always fall for me. And she goes, 
yeah, right. And so he's talking to this imaginary wife, his imaginary version of his wife. Yeah. Be like, yeah, right. So he's thinking that his wife's just belittling him. So he goes, yeah. no, there was this situation. And then he has to ex- explain a time when his secretary just like dove on him. And he's like, but then, no, no, no. But- and then we, with his shirt split, and then we then cut to like him going. There was a time when I was um, in the hospital. Do you remember that time? And the nurse fell over me. And then <laughs> well, the thing is, in in my head for this is none of that is true because yeah, no, no, yeah, no, it is because isn't. no, knowing this guy, none of that can be true. So he is sat in his garden talking to an imaginary wife, and then trying to convince an imaginary person of something that isn't true by yeah. making up false stories about people that probably didn't exist. Well, no, the secretary does exist. Well, the secretary exists, but, like, that nurse could have... Not probably never. Or, like, it probably never happened. Well, none of it happened, so he's just kind of going... There was, also the, there was also that one bit of him with a, a blonde on the beach, and then he just runs into the ocean. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that, that was that- good. <laughs> That was, that was good. That was yeah. no, right. There's it was very few funny moments in this, and there was like maybe two. No, and that was one no, of them no. to me. No, there's a great. There's I can I can list a few. I'll right. say the call the when he trips over that roller blade and then picks it up and goes, oh, I'll find the other one later. And then like like fifteen minutes later, when I forgot that joke and even when I forgot that set had even happened, he trips over the second one, and I was like, that's very good. That's excellent. <laughs> well done, everyone. Um, there's the joke near the end where he's like, uh, he, he, he just outwardly references Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> which, I, which I find bizarre. It's like the whole, it's like the thing with Captain America having that little book of things he should watch and one of them being Star Wars. It's like, well, he's going to be <laughs> confused when Nick Fury shows up, isn't he? He's going to be very confused. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe as an actress exists in this film. Yeah, she, she must be real. <laughs> So I I I mean headcanon I guess this lady who is she ever named is Marilyn Monroe's no, character. No, this is another complaint that I have. This is one She's thing. A, so it's she is IMDb credited as the girl. Brilliant. Well, that is insightful. <laughs> um, she 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 by the way is brilliant in this. Right. She is not my complaint of this film. If anything, okay. she is my favorite part of this film. Yeah, she's and great. I think she is brilliant. Again, she, yeah. this is my second time. This is my second Marilyn Monroe film. First, mm. no, technically third, because obviously some like it hot. <clears throat> I watched All About Eve for the first time long, long, not long ago, and she's very briefly in it. Um, she's yeah. not in it low. She's got a little. She's like got. She's got a total screen time of like two and a half minutes. Our film. Oh, that's, okay. Our film has two hours and twenty, so it's not right, like right. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so not in a lot. It was it was early in her career as well, anyway. So uh, okay, yeah, you, yeah. and then obviously this film, and one thing I want to say is it's very because I did a little bit of research on Marilyn Monroe because obviously I want I almost wanted a little bit of context before seeing Blonde, and yeah. I watched a video by the YouTube channel Be Kind Rewind, who does loads of great videos on like old classic Hollywood and just general actresses. Like just general um, females in the film world and the history of that brilliant channel. If you haven't uh, watched anything from her, but she did a video on Marilyn Monroe and her final film, and she basically gave context in the sense like she was always looked at as kind of like the ditzy dumb blonde, although she was actually quite an intelligent person in real life. Yeah, and it got and almost this film was kind of the breaking point where she where apparently Eli Wallach 
uh, because she was co-stars with Eli Wallach at one point. She was just mates with Eli Wallach. That they were probably just walking down the street one time, and there was like just like a billboard advert with uh, this scene with the dress blowing up and all that. And then yeah. to which Marilyn Monroe was very much like, oh, that's all they want me to be. They don't want me to do it, be anything else. So that is when she decided to go into Lee Strasberg's acting studio and actually study the method. And that's where she actually became a bit more actory. And she oh, actually okay. and she wanted to actually try to really properly show her talent as an actress. Some like at Hot Falls in that time period of her post Lee Strasberg. This film falls a bit pre-Strasberg. Like, literally just one year before Strasbourg. But that yeah. being said, obviously, I think they're two very different roles, and I personally think there's a lot more layers to mm. her in Some Like It Hot than there is I disagree. You're wrong completely, Robbie. I completely there's more, disagree. There's, there's more... What, there's Some Like It... Her character mm. has not... Had, doesn't have as much layers as the girl in The Seven no, Year but, Rich. But no, but because I... I couldn't, I couldn't tell you anything from Some Like It Hot. I couldn't tell you anything that happened in that, right? Or could, a, a, anything about her, right? You could tell me her in this film because you've just watched it. That is true, but <laughs> I, 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 I just remember enjoying her more in this than I do in Some Like It Hot. She's she's funnier. She's yeah. more fun to watch. The the stuff with um. With where she got her toes stuck in a tap, yeah, yeah, the plumber, yeah. What's going on there? <laughs> By the way, how do you physically do that? Um, so that's fine, I suppose, isn't it? I don't know. I I, I don't know what my point was. I just find a. You say you say yeah. Oh, I get it. She's in color in this film. Another yeah, she's black, in, she's... another more black and white prejudice. I see how it is. It's not Reese's reply to my story saying that he's Team Oscar, so that's upsetting. Reese is Team Oscar now. Apparently, I've, Ooh. I've lost my list. By the way, I've been trying. I'm trying to find it. Is he? Is he swapped? Was he on my team? He my has. Team? He was. Oh, we'll review it in the intermission. We'll review yeah. all this in the intermission. But that's blast. Oh wow. Okay. Um, God damn it. But yeah, yes. I, I I enjoy her more in this. I think the the main character is um is is baffling. I, but but. <laughs> Right. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll. I'm gonna. Um. I'm gonna try and sum this up. Right. In a in a concise and uh and knowledgeable way. Um. He is. Um. A lunatic. And. Um. And a terrible bloke. Who like. He he thinks he's he's thinking about cheating on his wife. Right. Yes. For the whole movie. And then starts like convincing himself that it's a medical condition, <laughs> which is so, which is um, and and yes, um, people shouldn't treat uh, shouldn't cheat on their wives. Obviously, adultery is a bad thing. <laughs> uh, for all the only listeners, I moved out of the way and flashed Tiger Woods at the screen. Um, Robbie, Robbie flashed Tiger Woods at us. I flashed Tiger Woods. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but like it's obviously a terrible thing. Yes, completely obviously would never do that, right? But this film does it in such a way that it's hilarious, and I cannot 
I cannot explain why. I think it's so funny. Right, before we break down any other bits within this, yes. I'll get my generalisms. Yeah, you go for it, yeah. And to me, what I thought about this film was, when I, because I stuck on, like, the last, like, half of this film uh, today before hopping on Skype with you, be- just to remind myself, because I watched this yesterday, I thought, let me just refresh right. myself generally on the film. So I just yeah. stuck, like, the last half on and then just watched it from there. And the one thing that I... <laughs> One of the feeling I got. Do you remember that one scene in Fist of Fury, where, um, mm. which I'm sure no one would have expected this sentence to come out? Of I was going to say this is a. Okay. You re- you remember that one scene in Fist of Fury where like, um, we're introduced to the Russian bloke, and it's just a load of gross businessmen laughing, at like oh, yeah. a, at a woman just dancing like a stripper dancing. And yeah. it's just, and it's just, <laughs> it's just that. And it's, to me, that was, that one moment is this whole stretched movie? out to an hour and 40 <laughs> minutes. I'm just watching gross old blokes going like, <laughs> that's what I felt like through the entire film. It doesn't help that this, what's his name? What's his name? What's his character's name? I can't I remember. Don't know. Ri- uh, Richard. God, what the hell is his last name? <laughs> uh, Richard Sherman. We call him Sherman. Sherman yeah. over here is. There's moments again. There's moments where he's like, first of all, I, I, uh, it was like as soon as the opening scene started, and again, I knew nothing about this film going into this. So I was, we're yeah. in Native America. I'm like, okay, we're. Oh yeah, we're, I forgot about that. <laughs> That was weird. That was we're, weird. We're a day of America, and then it's like a load of blokes just waving <laughs> off the like their wives, and then they turn, and then they're all like, "Wababoo!" And then they see just another woman, just a woman just walking by, and then they all walk in just a whole like a sheep herd of <laughs> human beings towards yeah. this woman, and I'm like, and then they go. This has nothing to do with David. This has nothing to do with Indians, so we'll move on from this. I'm like, right, but there's a reason why you showed this. So why did you show us this? And I'm like, oh no, if this is, and then this again, is what the movie is. Oh no, no, I realized, I was like, oh, if this is the film, because again, I knew Marilyn Monroe film, and I knew her reputation and all that, and I knew this was pre Strasbourg yeah. Marilyn. I'm like, oh, is this just gonna be one big moment of like this one guy? His wife's gone away, and Marilyn Monroe somehow stumbles into his life. And is this just gonna be one big film of this one guy going wabba blue, and then just like yeah, and, and I'm like oh yeah, and it and it is, and yeah. it is. It is. <laughs> do you do you not think? Do you not think it felt like a, an elongated episode of Folly Towers? No, because I la- no no because I laugh in Folly Towers. I'm just a, a Basil Faulty style idiot. He's just going like, um, I, think, I don't, no, don't want right. to cheat on my wife, but also, right? Because the thing, right? Because right, the thing with that is, if we're comparing it to that with Basil yeah. Faulty, I know his relationship with Sybil. I know, I know That's that. Fair. I know yeah. that, and I know what Basil Faulty's like. I know he's kind of unlikable, but he's kind of just a bit of like. But everything, he he always gets his commitments anyway. Like even yeah. if he does bad things, he always gets. Smacked in the face, mostly by yeah. Sybil, actually, mostly by his yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, we don't know anything about Sherman's wife, and to me, Sher- and to me, Sherman isn't that much of a bumbling idiot to where I'm finding him funny. If this was like almost really slapsticky, 
it would have been, but like we spend more time of him just talking to us about like him being like, oh, just just one drink. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing at all. I'll just have one drink with her. It's perfectly fine. She could just have one drink, then leave. It's okay. Just one drink. That's fine. Yeah, oh, wait there. a minute. <laughs> yeah, but but then but then I feel like the slapstick stuff could have been funny if there was more of it. But we're not yeah. in. But we didn't do any of that, so we didn't lean in any of that humor. And legitimately, <laughs> this was exactly my thought. Exactly my thought. Again, Marilyn Monroe, great in the film. I think she she does more than she needs to in this film. In yeah. all honesty, she, she's of, the best part of this quite easily. She is. I'm learning again from just seeing her again, like in some like it hot, and in this as well. Mm-hmm. I just find her, yes. She is very beautiful, but also, my God, is she charismatic? She yes. is. Jesus like, she, Christ, yeah. Like, like she is not just like so. She's not. Again, she got branded as the blonde bombshell, and she got shoved into yeah. those roles. But she's anything but just a characterless blonde. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, yeah, she is good looking, but God, she has got. She, she, she's funny. She is. Yeah. Ri- she is genuinely funny. It's even like. The bits that like I just find her quite likable in is that again, like just little moments of her being like, and I'm also kind of glad the whole film isn't just her like, oh whoops, can you help me pick up my bra or what? You know what I mean or something yeah. like that. Like, it's 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 not like that or it's not like oh I'll get that for you and she bends over in front of him and he's like blah blah. blah. It's there's no <laughs> there's no like that with it. They're all kind yeah. of like. It is more so just like he's just kind of like just being a big awkward goof around her. But yeah. And but the moment of me of like when we get introduced to Marilyn Monroe and it's actually quite a well done introduction in the sense that like we see her silhouette and it's like, okay, this is a really cool way to introduce Marilyn Monroe in the film. Yeah. I literally, right, when that that exchange, that sequence of her walking into the apartment and go and for the first time, whatever. And those two mean for the first time. The girl and Sherman meeting for the first time. Thank you. Those two iconic characters. The girl and Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's see how what this is like. And I genuinely mm. felt like the interaction and dialogue that was said and the way it all played out, I was like, I felt like I just watched the start to a porno. I felt like I literally just no. watched a star of a porn of like it's it's so thing where it's like uh my wife's gone away wonder what <laughs> could happen oh the doorbell's ringing let me answer the door hello yeah. there oh who are you oh I'm just moving in oh how convenient that like the other the ups that the upstairs neighbors have moved out and it's like she's walking up and we get a direct. Uh, we make sure her backside's in frame <laughs> and we make sure he gets a good look at it and we do and it's all that I will go I will go and even to the point of when the tomato plant just comes sailing down to the chair which <laughs> I mean uh, all, yeah which of all the things to do it's so extreme I'm like okay that's a bit like amusing yeah and then he's kicking off and then he sees her he's like oh, 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 oh no no don't worry about it. hey do you want a drink and she goes I'll just put some clothes on it's like oh god's sake it just yeah. it gets to and like again you can look at it goes it's a bit farcical comedy which yes it is yes yeah. it is it's it's very farcical comedy but once i realized that's the joke 
and yeah. they don't do any other thing <laughs> than that joke. <laughs> it's it's like right, I get it. I can't root for this guy because I I'm not behind him one bit, and it doesn't. It's yeah. like right, it would be one thing if this was a bloke who's again, it's a thing that always happened around this time period. Older blow, older actors were mm. getting with younger actresses in these era of films. It just is the yeah. time. But in my head, I don't know. Again, it might just be because, you know, how we talk about how, like, with the Philadelphia story, how it's like, well, that's just very of its time. But with me, I can at least watch that and kind of yeah, get past a lot of the elements that might be a little bit not great now. Yeah. With this film, that's all this is. And to I, me, it's like it would have been a lot more. Um, I would have been a lot more on board with the film if Sherman was just a single bloke who's just really yeah. awkward. Again, would that it wouldn't have you would lose all your stakes, but also it would have just been a generic kind of like rom com, mm. which I would have been able to like, yeah. wash down easier than what this I is. Mean, I, to, to me, I, I think uh, I mean the, the dialogue's pretty quick, and I think it, it's it, I think it's very well written. Um, but I, I I I know what you mean. I think what one part of it where I was like, that's just weird. Um, the age gap. She's oh, twenty two and thirty eight. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Also, that man. Also, that man is definitely not. Tw- yeah, that guy's not thirty eight. Are you joking me? Look at him. <laughs> he's about. Christ. He's a. He's about. 40s come on yeah uh yeah it, like come you know uh, and that's late 40s as well he's not he's not like 42 <laughs> so you know it's uh well but also at the same time marilyn Monroe isn't 22 and, and, no. it, and you can tell that she isn't 22 in this at, at this point she would have been 29 she would have been going on 30 yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it, it's it's all very bizarre but the, for the fact that that's the age gap written into the script Again, I, I know you know of its time and whatever, but it's very uh, of its time, yeah. But but dear God, um, I don't know. I think um, for me it was it was uh, it was very witty uh, and and quick. I I think that uh, one thing that confused me, um, and the, uh, oh God. do you know what I find myself doing on these podcasts quite a lot? Is I'll 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 pick up on a random detail that's got nothing to do with what the actual anyone's opinion of the film actually is. But, it's um, one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things about them. So let's keep but, going. With it. But you know that you know that Tom guy that comes to that comes to check on him, right? <laughs> did, did he did he did he, did he kill that dude? <laughs> because because like he pushes him over and he and he and he bangs his head or whatever, and then he's just lumped he punch, in. He, he, he punches th- him and then he's he's knocked him out. <laughs> yeah, and then he's just lumps there in a corner somewhere, and he he basically says to the to the uh to the janitor or whatever he basically goes hey man get rid of that body (laughs) (laughs) so so that's weird um also there was a point in this where i thought that um i thought we were doing a last christmas situation (laughs) there there was a point in this like it was nearer the end i think it was when when she was asking to stay over at his house and stuff there was a point where i was like again she is she not real I was like, is, is Marilyn Monroe a f- like not an actual person? Like, is you know is what? If the girl if, not in this, I would have really liked that if that was the case. Well, but, then the I, but then the Janice Caesar. But then the Janice Caesar. I was like, because oh, I was, th- I was yeah. thinking, I was like, 
Is she is she imagine is he imagining cheating on his wife because he's getting so stressed out about the idea of cheating on his wife? Is that is that what's going on here? Because mm. she says she said something at one point where I was like, that's very oddly specific for you to, <laughs> for you to be saying right now. I think she isn't it like um thirty uh thirty eight's a good age or something like that. Or yeah. like oh Oh, a married man. Great. I like married yeah. men because they won't ask me to marry them. It's like, this is all, again, as I said, it all feels very... Yeah. Like, how how do we get the pornographic actors to have sex quicker? She always has to agree with him, and he always has to really make an advance. <laughs> yeah, I mean... He, what, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? about it was something to do with the idea of it being imaginary oh yeah when you were saying earlier on about about faulty towers and basil faulty and he's a he's a bit of a bad bloke and but you you like him because he usually gets his comeuppance i think that's something that was missing from the ending of this he never gets a comeuppance after his after his wife leaves and we have you know there's a few imaginary scenes with her or whatever she never comes back and we never see her again no which which i kind of i was waiting for that confrontation yeah because they tease we, it a lot. There's that lovely imaginary yeah. bit where he gets shot in the he gets shot in the stomach like seven times, <laughs> which is fantastic. Because a revolver carries six bullets. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm not I'm not nitpicking that. I'm not nitpicking that. It's funny. That that's like that's like Billy Wilder comedy. That is. That's yeah, just that that bit was great. But I was kind of waiting for that confrontation to happen and for someone to call him out on his uh, on his <sighs> debacle, but nobody does ever it just it just feels like i don't know he, like, he just again, kind like, of runs out and he's like this is fine i'm gonna deliver the paddle oh you forgot your shoes oh silly me i'm gonna do a little tap dance and then crick my neck about four times for some reason before setting off again and then that's the end of the movie and then i don't know man it's like again that ended i'm like like we get a confrontation with him and tom who tom is completely in the right in this situation oh, yeah. he's yeah. done nothing wrong and he, just, he gets he shows up and goes i've gone to collect your paddle because you forgot to send it what you accused of me you accused of me cheating on my wife for the blonde lady i never said goes, it i what? never said I, it what are you talking about he goes like well she wants a divorce he, he's like she does by the way that actor who played tom brilliant sex just brilliant small segment and again it's yeah. all done in one shot again nothing fancy either it's like theater one shot it's yeah, like the yeah. camera just like leads that he goes like hello dicky boy <laughs> he goes like don't call me dicky boy and he goes like it's like if she wants to us she doesn't want and he does a full like thing of like it's like she just wants the paddle yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes like little ricky boy yes it's like he has to. He's just there with a kayak and no paddle. All the other children are playing with their paddles, and Ricky has to sit there because he hasn't got his paddle. And then he goes like, "You know what?" He's like, "Don't you tell me." And then he goes, "Why?" It's just like a full. Like, I'm like, what? Talk about making your screen time your own. Do you know what I mean? That guy came in and was like, "I'm gonna go for 100 on this. I'm gonna go 110." He he literally first he started off a bit like. Oh yeah, well, you know, whatever. And then he just yeah. outright just was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> just swinging up." I'm flinging everything into this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. And it, that that's a bit that I found funny. It's like he punches him, he falls down, knocks into the record. The record starts playing. And he just walks over, play, um, like <laughs> yeah. stops the music playing. Ma- the girl walks out. Oh, breakfast is ready. Oh, is this a friend? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This? And just like meet Tom McKenzie. Oh, he's a good <laughs> and guy. Just like, oh, hi, Tom. <laughs> It's like what? And he's just these two, 
Uh, there, there's got to be some um, way of doing like a fan edit of this that makes them both maniac serial killers. But her and um, Sherman, the girl and Sherman. Yeah, there's got to yeah. be because it's we, it's very odd. All I'm saying again, again, what I'm again, what I'm gonna say is what again. I don't know how well you can even like break into like the analysis of this because it's so like these characters are so not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is the problem you had with Umbrella Share Borg put in my head. Yeah, I feel I feel like you could get away with this film for similar reasons how I can get away with Umbrella Share Borg in the sense like with me, I just I just was with Umbrella Share Borg. I was just buckled in and I'm fine with the complete vibe this film was giving me off. And you're like, but nothing happened. Nothing, nothing made any <laughs> sense. I go, no, but Robbie, it, it, here's why. And I feel like it's a switcheroo where you're like, Oscar is just funny. I'm just yeah. buckle in and just watch it be funny. I'm like, but that nothing happened. It and was then, funny, man. I but, thought I it was really funny. Because here's the thing as well. We get to the point, but I'm doing anyway because it makes for funny stuff. Okay. <laughs> but we get to the point where, like, okay, he's been a little, like, creepy Sherman. Oh, let me put your straps around you. And then he's like, and then he does it, you know, the chit-chat, whatever. She finds out he's married you know, because he got his finger stuck in a champagne bottle, sure. And then... Yeah, um, fine. And then, <laughs> sure. Clever, oh, in all honesty, a clever way how it did. I didn't expect it at that point. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Cool, also, his, his physicality when holding that champagne bottle in his finger is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Re- It's really good stuff. And so, like, all this happens. He lunges to her <laughs> yeah. on a piano. <laughs> Again, also, I want to say... I really like Marilyn Monroe's performance of just like doing chopsticks, <laughs> just so like it's like you don't need to do it. The the piano is doing it as well. Yeah, oh, oh, bless you, love. <laughs> God, God bless you. Bless you. And then he lunges at her, and then she's still like it's getting so ditzy in the sense of like, like she is. She's like, oh, all right. And he goes, I think you should leave. She goes, oh, okay. He goes, why did you? Why did yeah. you not run out? Why did you? Well, yeah, that that was kind of a question I had. I mean, in my head, I'm thinking like she outright because she outright she... said to him, "It's like, oh, good, a married man means they're not going to." Ma-. That implies she's glad she's married because he's not going to try anything on her. Yeah, but then also in my head, I'm thinking I think she she wants him to. But but, but then at the same why? time, but but yeah, why? I yeah, I don't know. Because this is the weird, it's the weird heightened fictional reality that this film takes place in. Yeah, I guess. It, I guess, it doesn't I feel guess. like it takes place in the real world. It's like a, it's like the Raimi Spider-Man movies. They just, they just, <laughs> they just take place in a weird alternate dimension where everything's a cartoon. Um, <laughs> you know. God. And then so like we get all that, and then it gets to the point of like, but then she's clearly trying it on with him. But then we get a weird moment where we're seeing what is going on in her head. Because mm. she's speaking out loud, but she's clearly not. But he's not clearly clearly hearing her, and also vice versa. So we're yeah. clear. It's a moment where she sat down and he's making drinks or whatever after they went to see a uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon after the scene, which I do <laughs> want to say, I've never known a more like unnecessarily hyped iconic cinematic moment in my life. Yeah, well, than I think this it's, scene. It's, it's weird it's because not, the, the 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 famous shot of it. Is not, not in this. It's it's, a, it, it's an image, isn't it? Isn't it a film from the it, behind the scenes or something? Yeah, it clearly because it's just it because I'm waiting for like a big wide yeah. of the dress flying up and oh I'm like okay, but it just doesn't happen. No. <laughs> it's like, like close ups. 
Like, I'm waiting for this shot. That's my background right now. Yeah. To basically be happening. Doesn't but exist. That's just, that's just a behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah. So That shot does not exist in the movie. The one that you so think that you've sh- seen, not real. <laughs> that shot, it's a, it's a total Mandela effect is one thing I've yeah. discovered with this. And it's like, because this shot is clearly, what I've learned, there's a reason why I've never heard of this film, but I know of this shot, mm. is that this is famous because Marilyn Monroe's dress flew up. Yeah. And Marilyn Monroe in the 50s, very sought-after woman. Yeah. So that's that's why it's famous. It's not for any so there's a, like iconic scene or anything. It's a specific image. It may as well have just be the photo shoot. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Of just Marilyn much, yeah. Monroe with going whoop and then that. No one knows the seven year rich. They know Marilyn Monroe's dress flew up, and so yeah. There's, there's a scene after that, and she's speaking, and we're not hearing her saying, "Oh, he's really sweet. I kind of want to like, you know." You know, maybe he would try something. I don't know. No, the yeah. only time we get in her head, the one time this film decides, let's see what the girl is thinking, is just, oh, it's just really hot in my room. Maybe he'll let me sleep here because I'll be really hot otherwise, and he's got air con. That's the, uh, so as far as yeah. we're aware, that's the only interest she has with him. So why is she still pecking him on the lips? Whoa, why is, whoa now. why is, but, why is by the end of this film where we are made to believe, yes, you are wrong for trying to cheat on your wife. He gets, he murders Tom McKenzie. We'll say it now. He murders a man. Murders a man. <laughs> he murders a man. Yeah. He's like uh, a man who is simply just trying to be like, hey, your, your wife, I'm going to get the paddle because I'm there anyway. So while I'm stopping over here, I'll grab the paddle and I'll go back. He goes, no. F you, Tom McKenzie. I'll do it myself. Stuff you in your hayride. It's like, what hayride? Bang! Bang. And, then he's, and he's gone. And <laughs> then he's you out. This hayride I made up in my head. To which, then, to which then the girl walks out. She goes, oh, oh, well. Janitor comes in. Fl- f- forgot his Sherman goes, get him out of here. Disposes he goes, of the body. And he goes, oh, gee, my back. It hurt from Carolyn, this poodle. Which... First of all, the poodle. I'm. I'm de- I'll, I'll turn back. This this man. Okay. This man made a reference to a poodle as if he was talking about a backside. What does he mean? He's been carrying around this poodle. Well, that, well that's what I thought when it when he first said he was upset about carrying a poodle. It's very heavily implied that he's talking about someone's backside, right? Yeah, because he went and then uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, a woman with a big poodle. It's like, all right, when you yeah, talk yeah, about backside. But then, <laughs> Yeah, but then turns out I am again. I imagine it's one of those, one of those dogs from Ang Lee's Hulk movie. <laughs> Do you remember them? <laughs> one of them. I don't know what he means. And then so so then he Let's takes say this is about to Ang Lee's Hulk. I don't know. Sure, why not? So then the janitor <laughs> takes out Tom McKenzie's corpse, and then and then um, and then Sherman's like, I got a paddle to deliver. You could stay at the house. You unnailed the wa- the roof. So you could just walk through anyway. I didn't hear it. I was too busy wrapping up a paddle where I yeah. first tried to use a paper bag and then it split. And then I was like, oh, gee, oh, no, my life's ruined. What am I going to do about this paddle? <sighs> and then <laughs> so then he's going, right, you can stay in this house. I'm going to go on holiday with my wife. Yeah. And she goes, all right, before you go, give a message to your wife smooch 
what does she want to get with your wife? Is that the impl- well, I, implication? I, I, I think <laughs> I think the implication there was give a message to your wife, and then it would leave when she kisses him, it'd leave lipstick on. So then it'd mm. be like your man's taken now; he's mine. But that's not what is happening at the end. Oh, he's I, not. Go- he's not going to deliver the paddle and go. And by the way, divorce. He's not. Might be. Could <laughs> be. But it, that's not what the ending is. He's like, I'm going to go and spend time with my wife and bring the power back to my son. And she gives him a kiss and she goes, if she thinks it's um, cherry sauce, tell her she's got pips for brain or whatever. Yeah. And to which I'm like, to which I'm like, so you... So you want, she, him, you want her to know. And then he's just kind of like, oh, gee, nice one. It's like, no, that's not... Yeah. A, that's not <laughs> That's not, a, that's not an OG moment. It it just got to the end. I was like, what? What are these people? This doesn't well, make any sense. Well, this is I'm when lo- I, went, I, I, I I was I was losing my mind, Robbie. <laughs> I I felt like I stepped into the twilight zone. So I was like going through some psychotic episode. Where I was like, what is even happening? Well, this is where I wanted him to run out of the house without his shoes, and then her go, wait, you forgot your shoes. Him turn around. She throws the shoes to him. He goes, thanks, cricks his neck seven times, and then looks back, looks (laughs) back, (laughs) yeah, yeah, snaps his own neck by it and dies. I wanted him to look back to the window, and she smile at him, and then fade out. She never existed. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I wanted. She was never there. It's like, yeah, no, she fades away. He goes, wait, what? Then he wakes up in a straight jacket. Well, exactly, yeah, and then then the janitor dragging away Tom McKenzie's body. Then waves to him from the doorway, also <laughs> dissolves. <laughs> Tom, Tom McKenzie's body's still there. He's still murdered oh, Tom. But the, but the janitor fades away. The janitor was never real either. He's a weird character. He's, He's bizarre, a... isn't he? <laughs> I want to I know that guy's style. I want an origin movie. I want I want the janitor from <laughs> Seven Year Rich. It's called, solo seven movie, year, it's, called, it's called the Seven Year Poodle. And also, right, that's another <laughs> thing. I like seven, how, like... The seven, seven KG Poodle. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I also like how apparently it's just a, like a known John Wick society within this of just a load of men where it's like, hey, when the women go off for summer, I know a place where you can get abroad. <laughs> well, exactly, but also it's, like, is, is, is like that a thing? Like, I don't know that everyone sends their wife off in the summer. They just oh, go, okay. all the no, wives got off. You go under the guise of like first under the guise of like, oh well, I'm working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's about. Because it's like his boss is shaving in his office and then, like, Sherman's like, I think I might have to, like, just, like, take time off work to go. He goes, no, nah, don't worry. No, nah, you need to keep working. It's the busiest time. Hey, how about we meet after drinks so we can get abroad? How about that, Sherman? It's like, what is what is this? What are we doing? Are we doing? I, I, love the, uh, I love the weird German doctor that comes in. <laughs> big, big fan of him. He's great. Yeah, with the like- thumb twitch. It's all right. Okay, this is also another thing. Billy Wilder is also one of my favorite people in terms of doing like one-liners and like just perfect yeah. bits of dialogue. We talked about it in some like oh, I can't remember anything specific, but like there, there, there's loads of the, there's loads of lines in that film which I find really funny. Contrast to this, but there's the one, but there's just the one bit of like it's like where he's trying to get free treatment from the psychiatrist, and he's yeah. like, "Please, wh- what if like a really special, an interesting case comes around?" He goes like. All, all cases are interesting for $50. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, good, I love good, it. Good, good stuff. Good he stuff. was great for his for his one scene. So he goes into the Tom McKenzie pile of people that were good in this for, for a scene. 
Yeah, Tom, Tom, it's Tom McKenzie and uh, the girl. I like the two standouts for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I would say, uh, yeah, the girl is is definitely standout character. Uh, but but I also like Sherman in terms of like delving into this guy's psyche and being like, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> what, what is wrong with this? What is wrong right. with this guy? Right. Yes, I do want a Netflix presents Sherman. I yes. do want that. Yes. Because all I'm saying is the man's not endearing when he's like being a bit like, you know, he's not like a nice little endearing, charming man where he's like looking mm. up to the girl. He sees her and he goes, oh, oh, uh, oh, it's no. Hi there. Hi there. It's no, it's no, oh, it's no worry at all. Hey, how about you come for a drink? It's oh, just God. at that point, I'm like, don't just run. Just run from the man. I, I'd love to see a, a yeah Netflix drama where he's played by Evan Peters. <laughs> That's what I want, <laughs> please. That'd be fantastic. Harry Styles as Sherman. Oh God, don't! I'll get don't to that. It. Yeah, I'll get Christ, that. I'm very in excited. the admission. Uh, but yeah, uh, right. I think I. <laughs> Is there any other specific comedic bits you wanted that stood out? I, I you, got, I've I've got nothing. I'm 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 I've got no more points about this. Right, and the one right so. I think the one thing I've realized, this isn't like a La La Land situation where I kind of discovered I might not like the film for, for like a deeply personal reason. Uh, but yes. I think like, but I think with this film, I just don't like it because it really isn't my type of comedy. <laughs> and yes. it really, and it just is kind of like everything. It's, it's a lot of things to where I'm just like, oh no, oh dear. <laughs> and it's like, again, oh dear, as I mate. said, it's, and, and it's that for the whole film. And yeah. I think that, like, and again, so this is the first Billy Wilder film that I've watched that I haven't liked, <laughs> which yeah. I'll say, good on the, good on the man. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, think I mean, was, good it, on him. I think he was, he was like, at, like at a certain time period, he was like pumping out a film every year. So it's not like, mm. it's not like he yeah. was like a Terrence Malick where he was waiting years in yeah. between films. Not, like not was, everyone can be a banger, you know. You know, it was, you know, it's, you know, it's just amazing the fact he did some like it all, and then the apartment back to back for me, but um. Yeah. I th- I think that um, again I think the thing that saves this film for me is Marilyn Monroe, and yeah. if this film was ever stuck on again, like if if it, if it was just on, uh, first of all, be warned if anyone is with me and sticks that film on, I am going to point out everything that I don't like about it. So you're warned yeah. there. Yeah, he's he's gonna uh, viciously complain. But uh, it depends also who I'm watching it with. Uh, but also, I'll probably fight to what to also complain about it. Um, but I think that I gave it like two and a half stars on Letterboxd. Um, yeah. And the thing that stops me from really disliking the film is that, again, I just think Marilyn Monroe does such a good job in the film. And again, yeah. I think it's because it, she is almost playing so. I think it's like now I can see. Obviously, at the time, people might have just thought, "Oh, ditzy blonde, Marilyn Monroe." Where it's like now I can almost look at the film and be like, "No, I can totally see she is like doing like a really good performance as yeah. just a ditzy blonde." Like, um, and I look forward to watching Blonde. To like, I I know biopics don't necessarily mean I'm being told the full accurate story. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to for that to be in the opening of the doors to me looking further into more about her. Uh, yeah. But um. But yeah, I liked her in this film. There's a lot of moments where I um, just, again, just found her charming. I just yeah. really like, like, just naturally charismatic. And I did find her funny. Again, there's nothing in particular about it. But again, she, 
she has a certain thing where like she just really did feel like she embodied just the film and yeah. she she almost did and especially considering this was before her Strasbourg training mm. that she did this film and then was like um and but still like did enough to where I felt like she almost knew exactly the type of film this was and then did more. Yeah. Is is what I'll say with that. Mm. Um if anything, it made me more interested it made me interested in watching more Marilyn Monroe. I will say that. Oh definitely, yeah. Hundred percent. Like, like it feels like a lot of the films are like like I haven't watched a lot of like fifties comedies actually. Um, so I'll be interested in exploring that. And obviously, I know she did a film called Gentleman, Gentleman, Loves Bl- Gentleman Love Blondes. I think that's the name of the film. It's a Howard Hawks film from 1953. Um, okay. So that, and obviously, and obviously other films that she did post-Strasbourg as well, I'll be interested in. But again, it's not like I watched this film and was like, yeah, she was clearly only cast because of her looks. No, she was, no. I mean, she, she was, was cast because I mean, she was good. I mean, I also think she was cast for her looks, but also she didn't yeah. make that the reason why she stood out. I don't exactly, think. yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so final sentiment on the seven-year rich. <laughs> it really, re- really not my thing. <laughs> yeah, it really Christ. it really sent this man in a goddamn spiral. He was uh, not looking good. It was legitimately getting to the point where, like, we were getting towards the end. I was like, first of all, I was like, let's just wrap it up. Um, yeah. Spoilers for another film I might talk about in the intermission. I was oh, like, right. let's just let's just wrap it up. And then once the ending was wrapping up, I was then going like, what? I didn't even like the ending was happening. I was like, what is this ending? What is anything? What, what, is, what, anything? what is the point in anything? What is it, it? It almost like Billy Wilder just went stuff it and then just floored the gas into the <laughs> wall. He just floored the car right into the wall that was in front of them. <laughs> he he didn't he didn't just kind of like. Smack the curb and that he just floored it. No, he just, just went straight, uh, straight at it, straight out of brick. Like, yeah. like the the wall was like literally like like six feet away, but he still yeah. just went. Hey, you see that wall? We're going right into it. Wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how the end didn't felt to me. Like it just felt like this culmination of like what what is what what am I what am I? <laughs> so I mean, Damn. hey, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. Seven year rich. Uh I, I loved it. And I'll and I'll stand by it till the day I die. I really liked this. And it's so surprised. And, and, and I liked it so much more than some like it hot. Jesus and Christ. I, and I, I will I'll stand by that opinion forever, I I think. Uh so yeah, if anyone wants to fight me, uh, uh, my DMs are open. Just drop me a line and we'll uh we'll arrange something. <laughs> Can't wait till you come up the Hartley pool. And I can I can see you in person about this. Yeah. We can have a little fight about it if you want. We'll have a little wrestle. <laughs> hey, why hey, why are they why are they fighting? Oh, about a Marilyn uh, Monroe film. What? <laughs> excuse me? Oh, that's like that's like a total film shooty thing to like say about a Marilyn Monroe film. Oh yeah. Well they fight yeah. about you don't don't even don't ask. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah, worry about overall, it. Overall, um, I like to I ca- I can't wait till the next season to where I can put another Billy Wilder film in to where The Seven Year Rich is not your favorite film by him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep no. trying until you find another one. You won't. I'll stand no. by oh, this forever. No, it's, it's, his be- it's his best film. Out of oh, the two films you 
we'll watch the apartment at some point, I imagine. That was meant to be the season, but then I realized Blonde was coming out. I was like, ah, oh, well, I it would be a, I can't just have two Billy Wilder films in a season. Yeah. So, and Marilyn Monroe isn't in the apartment. So, yeah, here we well. go. But yeah. Um, and that yeah. being said, that being said, Robbie, should we move on to the intermission section? It's intermission time. I mean, I'm curious if if we've got any more voters in in teams. We'll 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 I'll have a little look now. Um, can we? Right, I'll say this now. Uh, are we a? Should I say to my mum, who's listening to this, who is in theory listening to this? Hi, Mrs. Fitch. You, you've heard us talk about the seven year rich. Can we? You you can stop listening to now if you really want to. It's just going to be us just doing it. So do we have permission to not? <laughs> I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Can we swear if in the intermission because it will probably will do by accident anyway. It would. It would just be us talking about stuff that she doesn't know. So I feel like it will be better to do so. So yeah. n- the swear ban's gone now. I don't know if we accidentally swore, but I, I don't <laughs> think we did. I think we. I think we stuck to it. Yeah. 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 Good. Thanks, good. For, thanks for thanks for listening, Mrs. Fidget. <laughs> Hope, right. Hopefully, see you soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, um, right. So first of all. Yeah. Uh, right. So obviously Tyler replied to. The intermission story, saying "Teen Robbie Forever." Yep, shambles. I don't believe this. What's this? What's happening? Right, so far it's thirty-six and sixty-four percent on Teen Robbie's side. Yeah. Jesus Christ! There's nine. All right, hang on. Let's look at this. Oh, let's go. Okay, hang on. I'm I'm making a new list because my I've I've lost the bit of paper that I wrote on, which obviously very (laughs) very very unlike me. Robbie's forgetting where he's putting something. Right. Oh, this is shambles. I'm oh, Yes, this is exactly what I want. I want you to hate the film that we're talking about and then get absolutely rinsed in the vote. <laughs> That's ex- <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted all day. Oh, yes. Right, okay. Right. Re- read me them lists, boy. So I'll go with Team Robbie first. Yeah, go on. Or should we go with Team Oscar? Because that might be... Yeah. The, the, the yeah more, more, more drama will end up being on Team Robbie's side, is all I'm saying. Uh, okay. All right, again, yeah, we'll, yeah. again, we'll revisit the, at the very end to see if there's any more votes okay. or whatnot. Yeah. Right, so, right, so on Team Oscar... If, if, by the way, if, if, no, if someone hasn't re-voted this time, they are assumed to still be on the team that they were last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You What's have to we'll definitively... Okay. Yeah, this isn't a reset... The people yeah, who you did definitively say, pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unless yeah. you pick otherwise, that's yeah, okay. how it goes. Um, yeah. Right, so on Team Oscar. Yes. We still got Maddie Tweedale. Oh, so. unbelievable. <laughs> it's my own sister, man. Um, She's got, in the uh, other room. I could go and <laughs> just, just a Costa. Just Wait, a, hey, <laughs> hey you what are you doing? <laughs> Hey, don't you worry, Robbie. You're in the, you're ahead anyway of the votes. Oh hell uh, yeah! Okay. Um, also on Team Oscar is Kate Oki. Thank you, Kate. Nice, uh, nice one, Kate. Um, Unbelievable. <laughs> Embarrassing. Can't be me. <laughs> Continue. Uh, um, Ellie Cutmore is on Team Oscar. On both. Oh right, okay. Fuming. Oh, now I'm curious. Now, now I'm curious about that because I feel like we've had probably equal amount of conversations. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I would say so. So, so, she, so, so she just likes you more, I guess. <laughs> so it's so it's not like because Kate Stuffy talked to me more than she's talked to you. Yeah. So there's that definitive thing there. Ellie yeah, is yeah. about talked to us equally, but mm. she's just liked me better than you. <laughs> Fuming, absolutely seething. What a heathen. And also, Angus Moore is on Team Oscar. Oh, what a... <laughs> God, I'm not swearing. No, no, we are, are we now? Oh, what a fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute piece of shit. Right. Okay, so so that's that's the new additions, is it? Yeah, uh, and okay. on terms... Of th- that, that is just what te- who, the people who voted. That is okay, the people who voted so far. I'll sort out official team lists once they've gone through mine and see if anyone swapped over, etc. Right, and I'll talk. And your team list, Robbie. Yeah, is um, we've got um, Aoife McEwen, who was still yeah. who's still Team Robbie, still still strong Team Robbie. Yeah, uh, Joseph Caslin. Yeah, again, still a, disgusting, still a disgusting. One of my um, prize members. Um, Sam Clark is on Team Robbie. Unbelievable. Okay, good, good stuff, um, Sam. Cheers, cheers, mate. Um, Tyler, Tyler McCulloch. Yeah. Yeah, as we determined. Lewis Hamilton has jumped. Oh my god, yes. He swapped sides. This is disgusting. Hell yeah. Do you know what it is? I think he saw that you now got your gain on correctly. You've now got your yeah. levels correct. So yeah, now, you, know how he's got, you know how he's got my room boat? <laughs> he can see he can see. Oh, he turned his game down before he went on this. No, no. Well, he would have seen. He would have seen from this photo that I took for the poll. Oh, seen, I see. Because like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Reese Bruce is voting Robbie. I thought you said he voted Team Oscar. Well, he messaged. He messaged me personally and said, uh, "So his our DMs has gone." Him replying to the story saying Team Oscar. I put right. fuck, and he said, "What's this whole team thing about anyway?" And they said on the actual intermission um, voting system, I voted for you. Uh, I'm an agent of chaos. Never forget that, is what he said. Right. So it might be he's on Team Robbie, but he's a sleeper agent for me. And if he is, I'm unaware yes. of this. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put him on mine and I'll put a little <laughs> asterisk to say, watch out for this guy. All right. Yeah, look out. <laughs> which, go either I'm, way. which I'm okay. Yeah, that's, that's surprising. Um, Adam Storr. Is Team Robbie? Oh, what a beautiful man. Okay. Hell yeah. What a chin. <laughs> I don't know the man. I don't know the man. <laughs> uh, he's recovering, actually. Recently, he um, tried to jump over a fence whilst he was drunk and uh, slipped and a spike went through his armpit. Oh, God. So, yeah, so, so he's, had, he's had surgery. So, speedy recovery, Adam. I hope you're all right, mate. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and a girlfriend of the podcast, Julia Colley, is Team Robbie, which I mean, I would be very surprised I, I, I should, if she I wasn't. Bloody up, so quite. I, I was, yeah, you know, that's not Jesus. a. Jesus. That's not a. How dare she? That is a. That's a. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Well, yeah, come on. Okay. Duh. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. That is that is, is the, that all uh, the votes from today? So far, yes. Right. Okay. I'm going to then. I'll I'll write up the rest of the teams. Um. <laughs> So that is the current situation with teams. We'll review this at the end of this episode. Uh, yeah. Um, Joseph. On, and then on yours, I've got not Lewis anymore. Unbelievable. That's I cannot that's believe that. That's disgusting. That is fantastic. I'm seeing him Saturday because we're going bowling for Gary's birthday. So wow. 
I'm, I'm gonna. I'm three people stronger than you currently. And um, on the chart of who could take who in a fight, I think my team's just edging it now. La- last yeah, week it know. definitely wasn't. La- last week you were definitely winning. But um, I mean, I've I mean I've still got Leo. I've still technically got. Oh Leo. yeah, you have got Leo, aren't you? Yeah, he hasn't voted yet. Treacherous but, bastards. But he's still. But all I'm saying is. Yeah, but he'll remain Team Oscar. The- because and all I'm saying is we're going to be even closer because uh, I'm gonna. You see him next week because in two weeks' time we're going to be going. He's going to be making his debut as the hard cam operator for North Wrestling. Oh, nice, and yeah. So I, and we're using my Lumix camera for the hard cam. So I'm going to be just fantastic. So, so all I, I'm wait. I can't wait. For uh, in the words of that one dude at the end of Casablanca, this is going to be the start of a beautiful pr- friendship. Um, yeah, I <laughs> so, can't believe it. Would you like to? Would you like to nominate a team captain? What's well, me? What do you mean? Well, I'm team yeah, captain oh, for oh, Oscar okay. for team Oscar. That, make, that <laughs> makes sense, actually. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. I was seeing as more as like uh, like a right, like a right hand man. Is yeah, like a mean? right hand of the like like. So yeah. if I so if I'm Don Vo, I need a Sunny. Is that what you? Yeah, is yeah. What you this is what I'm right. saying. Yeah, yeah. Um. Right. Yeah. Well, it's Who Angus. Nominating? Angus is my Angus Sunny on. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll circle Angus. I'll say my right hand's gonna be Tyler. Oh, birthday they, boy Tyler. And, <laughs> and they can just and they can just yeah. My, mine is the birthday boy Tyler, the birthday boy of the podcast Tyler McCulloch. <laughs> and and it will Angus, constantly be birthday boy. And I will say this: if anyone who's listening might be like, "What? I don't understand." We'll try to bring faces to names with yeah these one people. of these days. Uh, but yeah, so. And, do you know what we've just done in that regard? We've set an Oakroyd civil war on that. We point. have, yeah, and, I, and I'm you, buzzing. No, but you know what's even funnier? At the minute, Tyler's the in Oakroyd. Tyler is the only team, Robbie. Yeah, because and I, and team, I hope he keeps fighting that fight. And you and you've got Angus, Kate, and Ellie who are team Oscar oh in Oakroyd. Oh, it's gonna be. That's what I mean. Oh. And do you know what's fantastic about that? I'd never have to see any of them ever again. <laughs> 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 You'll end up. You will end up seeing them. No, I, know, I, I know I will, and then I'll get abused for saying this on the podcast. That's a joke to all Oakroyd residents. That was a joke. <laughs> they don't fucking but listen yeah. to this. Who am I? Who am I kidding? Well, Angus does. Them, you know. You know Angus, the T Team Oscar, the uh, the Sunny, the oh, Sunny, the Oscar Sunny Captain. Well, it's the Sunny Colliard of Team Oscar. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> the Sonny yeah, yeah. the Sonny Collier. No, he's he's in the mission. He's the number one fan, isn't he? That that's his title. Number one yeah, fan that, in the mission. Yeah, because yeah. if if Tyler's birthday boy and Leo is boyfriend of the podcast boy. and Julia yeah. is girlfriend of the podcast, then yeah. without a doubt, Angus I, is biggest fan of the podcast. He's I number would say one fan. So, yeah. He's number one fan. He's all but then he, he he can also be the Sonny of your um of your team in the sense that Tyler's gonna shoot him down in the street. Which I can't wait oh, for one of these days. Oh, oh, oh. Well, 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 who, well, who's Tyler to you then? Who's who's in that relation? Um, Tyler's the he's the Chewbacca to my Han Solo, <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't say a lot. I'm much cooler, and when he does say something, it's incomprehensible. And he's without <laughs> da- and he's and he's and he's also <laughs> mostly in the driver's seat. Yeah, 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 and like, um, and like unbelievably both, like, hairly. Uh, you wouldn't you yeah. wouldn't believe it actually. If if when Tyler takes a t-shirt off. Wolfman. Neck down. It's incredible. 
I wouldn't know. I haven't seen <laughs> it like you, evidently. Yeah, knees up. Tyler Ty- is a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that sounds like a really crappy like wrestler nickname. <laughs> now please welcome knees up, Tyler McCulloch. Oh, brilliant! What a lad. But yeah, so that's Team Oscar, Team Robbie. And we'll revisit this at the end of the podcast if any yes. new names. Connor Dorian is still undecided. I can't believe that he's still in the middle at the it, minute. It, he's got to be. He's got to pick a side soon. Mm. He's our. Um, I don't know. I was gonna say I was I was gonna make some kind of reference to World War Two. Um, he's out of um, Poland. Sure. You know I don't know. I could yeah. te- I could tell you I'm not going to invade Conan but I probably. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. I could tell you. <laughs> Um, now that I can swear, now I know, now that I know for a fact that my mum's not listening to this, and I've yeah. warned your mum, I've warned your mum, <laughs> just stop listening now to this. I did a birthday post for Gary for his birthday, twenty eight years old now. Sure, you sure um, did. Happy birthday, Gaza. Uh, to which Angus replied to that post saying, "Fuck Gary," um, <laughs> as, as in he wants to, or just no, no, as in like screw this guy. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Which a uh, the, the, there's heat there apparently. Oh wow! Well, they're all, they're they're both Team Oscar, so unless they they, unless there's in, is, unless there's infighting in Team Oscar for the uh, for the right hand position. Well, I'm, I mean, Gary might. I don't think Gary won't put up a fight for it. Absolutely not. Like Gary's gonna be <laughs> no no no, no. Do you know who Gary is? If we if we're still keeping with the Godfather uh, relation, Gary's my Tom Hagen. Yeah, where he's yeah. just he's he's always there, and he's just kind of like, like he's you know he's about. Um, yeah. Who's who's my, who would be my Michael Colleon? Who's inevitably going to be taken over when Angus gets shot down in? The um, probably who's Leo. My, that's a good point. A yeah, good point. or is Leo? Is Leo? Is Leo the Fredo? Oh yeah, maybe Leo. <laughs> is Leo the Fredo? <laughs> Maybe Leo's Fredo. <laughs> we'll I don't know out. why that idea makes me laugh so much. That's, That's so funny. I almost now want to just do a face swap of John Gazal and Leo. Yeah, me so, too. Like, I want to see what that looks like. So seeing, so seeing Leo Bradley on oh, yes. John Gazal's body, and then, but you know the photo I mean of when Leo's like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the one I've got, I'll have it somewhere, but I, like know, that, I know exactly which photo you mean. Like that photo, and then just the John Gazzal photo, that is basically the intermission of where he's just like... Yeah, where he just looks confused. Just, just straight-faced. Oh, yeah. God. But that's the ever-grown saga of Team Oscar versus Team Robbie. We'll figure yeah, out man. something for this. It's it's now become too fun. <laughs> it's now, yeah. It's now become too fun. We'll think of something to where we'll do some sort of battle. We'll do a rugby match or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do something with it. I'll, I'll yeah, yes. I I might actually I might set up um because you know with being a team and everything they'll have changing rooms and that so I'll um I'll I'll set up a, a microphone there and see if I can um maybe bring some recordings of uh of in in inter team conversations. To the Ooh. podcast for a little for a little segment. I think that could be a nice. That wouldn't nice be a terrible shot. thing. Almost like phone, like calling one member of each team and goes so like so why so so what's the benefits of 
Team Oscar. Yeah. What's better, yeah, Steve exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I think yeah. I think I'll, I'll I'll see if I can do something like that. Yeah, and the I'm on the edge of my seat of Conor Dorian of Conor Dorian's oh vote. Oh my god! On yeah. the edge of my seat. I need um, him. Hey, I thought I would have had Joe. I would have. I thought I would yeah. have had Joe, but he's you, you. You would think, wouldn't you? He's made it very. He's made it. You know, quite disgustingly blatant. Yeah. I will say it hasn't just been a casual. <laughs> oh, I vote for Team Robbie. There you go. He's put it. He's made it. He's went out of his way to tell me. That yeah. is Team Robbie. Unbelievable. Yeah. But, yeah. Great um, stuff. but then moving on from Civil War and Team yeah. Brew. Sorry, gang, yeah. gang Warfare. Yeah, moving on from Gang Warfare. Gangs of the Intermission Podcast. <laughs> that should be the segment. It, yeah. just go, it just goes, the segment starts going. Yeah. And the whistle yeah. from West Side Story. Sorry, yeah, L- then... L- Lewis, clip that and use that as the intro, please, whenever we start talking about this. <laughs> I'll do a better one. Hang on. Let, let, yeah. Yeah, 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 go for it. God, that's gross. No. Go on. Nah, hang on. Why is my. Nah. Where's it gone? Come on. Find your magic. That's fine. That's all right. Yeah, all right, yeah. 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 Either that or just. I don't know. Oh, I've talked over the top of that one. That was quite a good one, so. Well, my audio's separate from yours, isn't it? So it's Oh, fine. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we should be all right. There you go. Eight right. That you saw Don't Worry Darling, didn't you? I want to talk about another film before that, though. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I find after Yang is finally in the UK. <laughs> oh, excellent. It's finally, it's on Now TV and it's also in certain select cinemas. So I finally yeah. watched after Yang, uh, people who are unaware of this film. This is the newest, this is the second feature film by Coconada who did a load of really cool video essays on Vimeo for a long time. And then he made a film called Columbus in 2017, which kind of kickstart the, uh, do you remember that like one meme thing that was like, um, where people would just take posters and put John show as the leading man. Yeah. That was kind of like the first film that was out around that same time. And John shows kind of like the lead in it. And ah, okay. so really good. And I love Columbus so much. That's a film that like, um, I always say, again, I like saying analogies with films. With if, if I, if her, if the film her was mm. a physical being, I would, I would have the biggest crush on her. Okay. <laughs> that is, that, but it, I would like to think that I would want to be Columbus as a physical. Be- Columbus is the film okay. that I just want to be. It's some of the be- most beautiful cinematography ever. The mm. score is score that I've put on for working. Like, really nice, calming, beautiful. Yeah. It's really chill, but also kind of melancholic, but also kind of re- life-affirming. It's brilliant. I lo- absolutely flat out adore that film. That's a film I stick on quite often. And I kind of like the fact of, like, I found out about that film mainly because it's on Letterboxd, and I, it was, like, on a load of lists. That was, like, uh, okay. like oh, like, befriending the, the lyrical loneliness type of sh- type of shit type of like or like oh like um it's all about the vibes type those type of lists on letterbox yeah. where it's like and it's great film so i was really excited to see what coconada would do next and then to hear that this guy's doing a film that's about like kind of like near future sci-fi about like a robot dies and like or like robot but like malfunctions and like what that means yeah. and it's it's kind of like a another spin on grief and stuff like and loss and stuff like that, and um, 
what I'll say is uh, this film is getting better the more I think about it. And it's kind of like how it's not as good as Columbus, I don't think, but Columbus is a five-star film for me. I yeah. want to say that. But After Yag is a film that is really chill, is really calm, and I can see myself return. I was almost going to stick it on again today, uh, but mm. I just didn't have time. It's like, I, it's, God it, damn it. Yeah. And again, the score is gorgeous as well. I would, it's very, it is kind of similar to the Columbus score, but also like the Her score in oh, okay. that type of sci fi but really yeah. chill sci fi thing with it. The sets are gorgeous. There's, there's a lot of moments where people might, there, there's a lot of like kind of wanky dialogue moments, but the way it's said, the film is so chill, it comes across more meditative. Then, okay. then like, oh, shut up. It's like Colin Farrell's character is a tea maker. Like, he specializes in tea. Mm. Uh, type of, it's this weird, it's this cool future as well, where it's a near future where it doesn't really seem like they're in a, they never say the country or the place that they're in, but it seems very Asian influenced. So it almost seems like yeah. this weird, like, hybrid of, like, like, the clothing and, like, the settings. It is very, it yeah. feels, it feels very, like, period piece Japan but also not, but in the future type cool. of thing. So yeah. it's a really cool set and stuff. And again, there's like a moment where like Colin Farrell's explaining why he's in the tea and why he mm. likes tea. And it, and it's just really well done and really oh, okay. cool. And just, again, but it's just like, again, you could be like, oh, it's a bit like much, but the whole film is literally about talking about what it means to kind of be human. But oh. the film is so calm and meditative where you could just flow with that. And it might have one of my favorite uses of using memories. Mm. Like, uh, not spoilery, but the, if you want to know nothing about After Yang, skip a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there's a moment where Colin Farrell gets the memory chip of Yang, and then he watches it, and he sees it through, and he's going through it, and it's POV shots. It does a great job as well. The film like switches between aspect ratios, so it mm. goes like more letterbox widescreen for the whole film and then yeah. when they do video calls they go like four by three with the characters kind of framed from the waist up looking directly at the camera and we cut between each character as if they are yeah, video calling okay. and that's like really neat uh yeah. and the memories when the memories are it goes full screen so it's oh, all nice so, yeah. so it, it switches between that type of thing and yeah. it's like from the point of view of yang so it's POV of Yang. So you kind of just see things like Yang looking into the mirror. Yeah. Or Yang looking at a leaf. And then like, it's, it's all like, but like, or just a leaf. But then there's yeah. a montage of all these like little things. And there's moments where like Haley Richardson's character is introduced in the film mainly because Colin Farrell's looking and he goes, oh, who's that? And he just sees like, again, just a POV shot of this, girl he's like Who, who's that i won't spoil anything but it's really cool really neat nice and they, it, they it's a really you would like it for world building as well i think there's really cool yeah. world building things about like androids and other sci-fi things but i won't say exactly what because it's really cool when you find out oh, yeah. a certain sci-fi thing but he does it not like in a big grand way but it just feels really like oh that's really realistic mm. like Again, this, okay. is why I, this is why I like her a lot because it's a really out there sci-fi world, but all the sci-fi things feel tangible and realistic. Yeah, very grounded. And with me, I'm always interested. I still think we are going to get androids at some point. We just are. Yeah. People are like, oh, you're silly. Like, no, no, no. There's, there's, uh, there's, it'll happen at some they're, point. They're already building 
bodies anyway and we've got Siri and Alexa and stuff like that and I've said many times I would not be surprised if there's an Apple conference and we go let me introduce you to Siri and Siri just yeah. walks out um, and After Yang's a good inclusion in that it's not a big grand film <laughs> but it's kind of like a really nice chill meditative film cool. really great film highly would recommend After Yang I want to talk about a film that I actually like before yeah, I, I was going to say, I'll, I'll give that a little watch. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, really, really good. It's like an hour and a half as well, so it's not long as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's a good watch as well. Uh, but yeah, um, now let me talk about a film that I didn't like, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, don't, um, don't worry, darling. I assume you haven't seen this? I haven't seen this, but I um, also have had it spoiled for me via an article, so I know that the ending is bizarre. Right. I'm going to say this now. The film ended, and I'm look, I'm next to Lewis, and I look at him, and I go, that wasn't a good film. And he just starts yeah. laughing. I go, no, <laughs> Lewis, Lewis, that was a... I'm pointing at the screen, and I'm going, that is a bad film that we just watched right there. And oh, it, God. And it got worse the more we talked about it. I don't want to yeah. go too much into it because I'm exhausted from even talking about this. Yeah, no, anyway. I, I mean... But, um, well, you say your piece, and then we'll do a little bit of spoilers because I want to get my head around this ending. Oh, I'm I've, oh, I've, I've oh. only read about. Oh, I'm only talking spoilers. So if you care oh, about, fantastic. don't worry, darling. Skip, but I'm not. Yeah, gonna hide but also from start it. to worry a little bit, darling. Yeah, it's a film that like it started. And one thing I will say, Florence Pugh is not a bad part in this film. No, she's <laughs> always good say, in everything. I will say it now. I was saying I was talking to Angus about it, and I was like, because mm. he's here, we chat a bit about it, and yeah. it was like she did die at midsummer, but die at midsummer is still better than anything anyone else did in this. Yeah, you know, like she basically did what she did at midsummer, but she did it a hundred times better in midsummer, and even then, she's still good in the f- in this. Yeah, film. exactly. Yeah, it's mad, yeah. and I do want to say as well, is Harry Styles good in this? Eh, not particularly. But, but no one else is given anything else to it. So it's not like, Wolf Harry Styles is like, he, he, he should have been cut from the film. No, he's not doing anything else different than what like Olivia Wilde's doing or what, uh, Nick, okay. Cro- or what Nick Kroll is doing or what uh, Gemma Chan is doing. And, I find, and I've discovered I'm quite controversial in saying this. I think Chris Pine was the worst part in this film. And a lot, right, okay. which I'm fine. I am being different in that because when I'm hearing reviews about this, people are going like Florence Pugh, Chris Pine, they're the two same graces in this. I'm like, did we see right. the same thing? Oh, really? I feel not, like I'm it's, not a fan of Chris Pine in this. I think it doesn't help that his character is trash. And oh, okay. Like, because he's just generic evil. <laughs> mm. It's like the first shot you see him, it's like, oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah, like he's like he's the first shot we see him. He's like lurking in like a staircase with sunglasses on. I'm like, oh. you're, the, you're the bad guy, right? So you're the villain. Yeah, and right. then he and then he gave like a little like right because this is the thing, right? It's not this film starts off and it makes you think like right. And Mark Kermode said it quite well actually. He was like, right, mm. this film you're watching it and he goes, right, this could be one of five things. What this is, and like what you know what the world is like what we yeah. are doing i'm like this could be one of five things okay and most of the film again it's a two it's a bit over two hours this film and most of the film is florence Pugh being like oh, what's what's happening 
Bleh. And the, so the the structure of this the film is Florence Pugh is just doing s- something. She's doing chores. Uh, she's in a ballet class. She's talking to friends. She's doing yeah. everyday things. And then some then something's just not quite right. And then we go into a really trippy sequence of really it of really like edit like fancily edited things and stuff. Okay. And then it goes a bit woo and then she snaps out of it and then she's in a place where she wasn't where she first starred. And then okay. re- and then repeat. Rinse and repeat. And oh, then re right. and then repeat. It's that. Until yeah. we get to until we get to the third act. Mm. And then it decides to reveal what it is. Yeah, well, th- see, this is what I read about, is which I'm, I'm like, so okay, so I, again, again, if you if you really genuinely care, skip ahead, spoilers or whatever. It's a simulation, right? Yes, which was one that, of the things. That's fucking which, boring. Which, yeah, yes, yes, it is. Which this is what I mean. I'm thinking to myself, right? This is either a village situation where it's a world outside of the real world and these people are yeah, being trapped yeah. in. It's either that, we are in the 50s and it's weird time traveling thing or whatever, mm. or it's a simulation. Yeah. And it's a simulation. Which is probably the most boring of the three options. It's so dull, man. Yeah. It's so dull. And then it, then it becomes, with me, going, mm. okay, then why? <laughs> then yeah. why is this a simulation? And the whole point of this is baffling. The film then decides to kind of become more of like a, it's a thing where men put women in. Yeah, because isn't it, isn't Harry Styles upset that he hasn't got a job and Florence Pugh is providing for the family when he wants to be the one that is. And so he puts her in a simulation where she's quote unquote in her place. Is that, is that the... That's what they want. That's yeah. That's basically the point. What ends up right? This is the this is the logic. This is the the law yeah. and the world and the actual mm-hmm. and the exact situation that Fear they established Christ. in this. Discover okay. it's a simulation, right? Yeah. So then we get a flash to the real world, a bit of a flashback. Mm-hmm. Oh my to, god! To that, and Florence Pugh is a doctor, not a nurse. A doctor. Uh, okay. And she has to work more shifts because now she's the only, she's the breadwinner of the house. She's the only one working. Okay. And all that stuff. And uh, her boyfriend, Jack, uh, played by Harry Styles, is not working. And so they go back to the flat, blah, 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 whatever. And we then find out, we then find out, which Lewis had to remind me about this, they broke up. Oh, right. And then we cut to Florence Pugh in lead on the bed with her eyes like clockwork oranged. This is the this is what the device is. It's basically like a clockwork right. orange type of thing that keeps like like just m- imagining what she's seeing type of thing. Mm. And we see Harry Styles walk back into a flat. Again, they make Harry Styles ugly by giving him long hair and a bit of a beard and glasses. Ooh! <laughs> First of all, I feel attacked with that. Yeah. Disgusting, first Rude. of all. But also, it's not like he was hideous. It's just Harry yeah. Styles, but just it's a just little Harry bit Styles unkempt. Long hair. Just a bit unkempt. It's, yeah. That's just what that is. So then we see him walking in, and he has to like moisten Florence Pugh's lips because they dry out, and then he joins her in the simulation. Because how okay. this system works is because we see like all the wives, they're in the house, whatever, and then all the husbands go out to work. 
and they okay. like and we never find out what their work is what that is when they go out to work they're leaving the simulation so they can work in the real world to keep afford to paying for this right that's what that is so then all Harry Styles so then he come they come back from work by just entering the simulation again so so the point uh, that uh, i have with this yeah. is that like why are they doing this so all that the men are experiencing with this nice utopian 50s world yeah. so is this they wake up next to their missus that they brainwashed to be trapped in here yeah they have breakfast that they made and then they leave the simulation for the rest of the day they come back into the simulation to come back home have dinner that their wives made have sex right have a bit of a drink and then go back to sleep they're not getting anything out of it so then my so so then my point is why is harry styles character jack who has got his ex i want to remind that it's not like his current girlfriend so what we assumed he drug raped her like you just I guess. Dr- so at that point you broke up, move on, mate. Whatever. Don't just forget about it. Whatever. Why yeah. is he going to all the trouble to <laughs> look after this woman when he's not getting anything out of anything? He's not like getting like yeah. the nice utopian world. And also if if he's in the simulation, yeah, and he's having a nice home cooked meal that his wife's done for him and, and he gets to have sex or whatever. That that's a simulated meal and yes. and, simu- and simulated sex, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what? So, so it's not a th- so so it's not. A, but also, if you're saying that he leave, so they leave the simulation every day to yes. work in the real world to get money to pay for the system, right? Yes. So it's ba- and, they're on they're on a they're uh, on a subscription basis for the sound and, of things. And, and so the and the initial issue of why he got upset is because. Is because his wife was working more and bringing more money home than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he's trapped his wife in a simulator. Well, he's got his ex girlfriend in a simulation, yeah. and and is paying for it by going to work. It's like, mate, what you've the got? Issue? You've got a job now. So what's the issue? <laughs> and you he's fucking she, idiots. And also, she's his ex. But also, yeah. but also, everyone else in this. It's not just Harry Styles. It's literally all the blokes in the simulation. So Nick Kroll. Right, so Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Time. Nick Kroll is a real guy who goes oh, yeah. out and whatnot and pays to look after Olivia Wilde, who's <laughs> in her thing. Oh, Chris God, Pine man. is the guy who runs this. Okay. So he's the evil overlord. But the okay. way that it makes out is that it looks like at first, the way he's presented, it's like, oh, is he like like a Steve Jobsy type of businessman? And this is his new business. This is a yeah. business thing. But the way it's perceived in the real world, it makes it look like some sort of shady back alley deal, like... Yeah, here's a simulation, mate. Here, take this. So Some weird back market thing. First of all, we never see Chris Pine in the real world. We never see... So we don't oh. know. We don't know. We don't know anything. Uh, again, <laughs> very uninteresting to so, not see whatever. That. Whatever. And the film is... So... And the and I said this to Lewis. I was like, the film felt like it tried to be Get Out for Feminism, but without any of the nuance. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's which, what it sounds like. Which, honest. again, I'm not ragging on it. Being like, it's a feminist. It just felt really like... That's your point? Yeah. That's the... And also, what's even more baffling is, like, it ends up, like, Florence Pugh, who's called Alice, 
Do you get it? Because Alice through the looking uh, like, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, also yeah. and also Olivia Wilde, her best mate, is called Bunny in the film. Oh, the, very good. Do you and, get it? And 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 I don't know, Jack. <laughs> something to do with the Queen of Hearts, maybe I don't know. Some and the some Beanstalk. Card, I don't know. <laughs> card, some card related. Uh, oh yeah, probably. Yeah, Jacks. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but then so Alice smashes Jack over there with a glass, kills him. Uh, we then we then cut Harry Styles in the real world, like spaz out in his eyes. Olivia Wilde then tries. Olivia Wilde said, explaining to us like, once men die in the simulation, they die in the real world. You need to go. You need to go. I'm like, hang how, on. How hang, do you know that? Hang. She she knows all of this as well, and she chooses right. to live in the simulation because in this world, her children are alive. A uh, lot okay. more. Well, that, that's a much a much more fascinating story than yeah, anything. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> very interesting as opposed to whatever the hell else is going on. Because do you remember that like one of the many interesting plots in Inception where like this is why? Yeah, Barry, yeah, yeah. Just why not make that the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why not make that the so? The, but then to which then I go right. So men. When they die in the simulation, they die in the real world. Why would they even do it? And also, second of all, why even program that? Yeah. <laughs> why, why, <laughs> why would... Why, uh, but when they say men die if they die in the simulation, does that mean that the women also die if they die in the simulation? No, men. What? Men die. Only men. How, 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 how does that work? Surely, surely it's just like... You know, whoever's in the simulation, if they die in the simulation, it's it short circuits the brain or something. So, it specifically said when men die, they die in the real in the simulation. They die in the real world, not when someone dies in the yeah. simulation. When men die, they die in the real world. That's very confusing. And it also feels like we need a reason because then the whole point of that this is like within the but this is within the last ten minutes, by the way. Yeah. That, what I'm saying. So well, that's exciting. We need a big reason for like everything to kick off. Yeah. So they're like, oh, how? Well, Harry Styles dies. Well, it's a simulation. You can wake up. They die in the real world as well. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we'll just write that. But so then what ends up happening? Florence Pugh walks out with blood all over. Nick Crawler's like, Alice, whose blood is that? Jack? Where's Jack? Flo- uh, okay. Alice, what? Wait, wait a minute. Streetlights start exploding for right. no reason. Again, this isn't a simulation that's just in Alice's head. This is yeah, in multiple people's heads. Yes, this is okay. This is almost like this. Like if you just got if we all got plonked into The Sims. This is a big. Okay. This is a big MMO basically. This right. is a, this is a life simulator MMO is what it is mm. it, essentially. So lights start exploding, then all the women are starting like, wait, what? And then it's almost like all the women start realizing what's going on. It's like, hang, what? No, hang on. And then, so, <laughs> it, uh, so is it? Is it kind of? Uh, are they saying it's a thing of Alice killing Jack? Is a thing of like the women realize that they cannot, they don't have to be subservient to the men. And so I it think, just kind of crumbles the whole thing. Is that? Is that? I think the that's what. The, yeah, I think that's the whole point. But also, it's right. And then it ends up being a big thing where, like, a load of men in red jackets start running out of round corners. Right. <laughs> Which, at that Chris. point, me and Lewis start just howling. It's like, like, squ- like Squid Game kind of guys? Like, no, they weren't, like, they didn't have masks on. So imagine, like, the Michael Myers jump. So imagine the Uz jumpsuits. Okay, yeah. So just people no, wearing them. So not masked. And they kind of, like, run straight face. They're just kind of, like, 
Okay. And Fine. I'm like, it's not like they're like, they're just like, like just like. <laughs> I'm like so me and Lewis are just laughing at this point. It's like Jesus yeah. Christ, this is uh, this is the only the only reason why this is in there. So we can then have Florence Pugh have a car chase. All right, <laughs> and good, big, fantastic, and a big blow up moment, and then she ends up going to the big thing that I don't know the head big headquarters or whatever. All the right. all the men in red jumpsuits are running up the hills again. Funny. Really, just yeah. a really funny Very image. Something ends up happening. She does a thing. We cut to black. We hear her go. <gasps> in seeing where she woke up in the real yeah, world. Okay. And then we go to credits. To which then I'm then. Olivia Wilde also said, they're going to come for you in the real world. Oh, uh, well. don't do a sequel. Well, they're not going to. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. everyone everyone hated this. I imagine it hasn't made a, well, it probably has made a lot of money. It's no, it's no, it has. It's actually yeah. do, it's actually doing really well at the box office. But it's a God film not, but, it. but it's a film not designed for a sequel. Yeah. So then I'm like, right, she woke up, but she's tied to the bed, and people are coming after her. She's not yeah. safe. Yeah, no, she's this, not. <laughs> she's, she's not good. She's waking up with her eyes locked open. Tied yeah. in the bed with the corpse of her ex next to her, and someone's gonna come bursting down the door and kill her. Basically, well, that's why, I mean, like, while she's doing this car chase um, uh, situation, I imagine Chris Pine, leader of the company, has already started sending his men over because he'll. Oh, he'll... oh, uh, Chris Pine gets stabbed by his wife, played by Gemma Chan, and this is exactly, okay. and this exact, which is bizarre because Gemma Chan was all behind Chris Pine, like all behind right. him. Uh, Very good. Chris Pine, t- they find out. Jack's died. They're, they're, right. they're not in the same. They're, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know. Right, okay. Uh, and then Chris Pine turns around. Gemma Chan stabs him. And she goes, it's my turn now. Oh, as in, so she's taking over the... But then what? But then is that not... Um, girl, girl power, I guess. I don't know. But is that not the <laughs> is, is that not the opposite of the of the point of the simulation? Shouldn't she be killing him to like end the whole thing, not take it over? It is, we assume that it's like now it's my turn to do it all. It's like why we? But why, but why though? Yeah. But okay. Why? I, 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 all right. I mean, fine. Do what you want? I guess. Uh, it got, it I looks, mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking see, it, aren't I? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna have to see it at some point. I have morbid curiosity. And Reese and Reese, I mentioned this in the chat with me, you, Reese, and Anna. And Reese went like, yeah. "Oh, is it an instance where the drama was more entertaining?" I was like, honestly, no. Like, yeah. Nothing around no, this was like. It, like all yeah. spicy, it's a fi- it, it's drama stuff that isn't that dramatic. It's, yeah, it, it's like oh, have you heard the don't worry, darling drama? What drama? Oh, that Harry, Sh- Harry Styles might have spit on Chris Pine or something. Or like oh, Shia LaBeouf got sacked, but did he get sacked? He left on his own accord. Here's proof of Olivia Wilde trying to keep Shia La- right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Flor- oh, Florence Pugh is not acknowledging the film. Right. All right. She clearly okay. had a bad time when she was filming it, and that's fine, isn't it's, it? It's whatever. I don't, it's, it's, yeah. But it's not like it's a rarity. You know what I mean? No, it's, it, it's, I it's, imagine it happens. I mean, obviously, and, it doesn't happen as, as, as publicly as this one did. But. No, and I will admit as well, and again, it's because Harry Styles is in it, and he's interesting um, tabloid fodder. Yeah. So, and I will say, right again, is there any hope for Harry Styles as an actor? Sure, I don't know, but Fine. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not opposed to him continuing acting. Yeah, like, do what th- you want. Man. Like this, like this film didn't make me go. Ugh. 
Yeah, but, but it's not never like do I'm, that again. But I'm not like wow. It's like there's moments it's like I went to Lewis. I, I, no, I, I said Angus. It's like he kind of did better when he was being a bit more over the top. Uh, okay. Uh, but or, like in, like when he was just being normal, he was so wooden and so plain. He was oh, just right. so so. Like, oh, okay. And then but when he's shouting and screaming and stuff, I was like, okay, there's something there. But I watched Carsten Runquist review on the film, and he said it best in the sense of like. It almost looked like Harry Styles watched all those like best acting of all time compilations and he just kind of like <laughs> took those but without yeah. any of the new like there's a moment where and I agree with this there's a moment of where like where Florence Pugh gets taken away um by all these men in red coats in a car and then uh from being in the passenger seat and then Jack Harry Styles is in the driver's seat and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he does like the thing where, you know, like where people kick off in a car and they are and they like bang on the steering wheel and they're like ah! like he just oh, yeah, okay. he, he does that <laughs> he does right brilliant he gives it a good go does he, <laughs> he, he he's he's being powerful <laughs> yeah but, i guess but it's, but it's just like he slams the car wheel he goes ah! <laughs> it's just like what is what are we doing it'll, it, um, i guarantee it'll be a razzie nomination yeah, and it shouldn't be, but that's but the Razzies are but what they for are. For the sake well, of yeah. like, you They'll, know, the, yeah. so, the social media aspect of it, it'll probably will be. And there's a few other little bits and pieces I want to say as well before uh, moving oh, yeah, on yeah, from yeah. it. Uh, with Don't Worry Darling specifically, is that obviously we talked about how, how Olivia Wilde randomly made this film a very like, try to be very like, talk about the sex scenes and she wants to make it a very sex positive film and she wants to do sex scenes right and it's a yeah. very sexy film and that into which Florence Pugh was like, can the conversation be about my performance, not who I'm having sex with? Um, yeah. There's that. And also to the point of like where that got so blown out in the media that a few months ago when we mentioned it, uh, around when me and Lewis mentioned it and Victoria went, is that that sex film? Um, <laughs> and then we then asked if she wanted to come and see it with us the day before we went to see the film. She went, well, I don't want to go and watch a porno, Lewis. And so Brilliant. Good so that, that was... And I will say, and I will say, absolutely useless way of promoting the film. The film, really? the film. First of all, the film's a fifteen-rated film, so it's oh, yeah. not. So it can only go so far, is all I'm saying. And yeah. there's that one scene, uh, right? So in the first act, uh, there's the one scene where Harry Styles eats out Florence Pugh. Uh, okay. They do a motion where the camera goes. It's a nice little camera motion where it goes all the way around the table, and there's a bird's eye view of Florence Pugh hitting chairs and pots and pans off the table because he's yeah, because right. uh, because he's clearly that because he's doing such a good job. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you know, and good on you. And <laughs> I'm not one to judge. Um, <laughs> so there's oh, that. God. There's that scene. Uh, they're all fully clothed. I want to say that as well. Right, uh, brilliant. So there's that scene, and then there's a scene where they're at the party at Chris Pine's house, and mm -hmm. they end up going in Chris Pine's bedroom, um, and Harry Styles starts um, shagging Florence Pugh on a set of drawers, again, fully clothed, I want to add, um, right. If you want, in the sense of like Florence Pugh sat on the drawers, I'd never thought uh, I'd okay. have Florence yeah, Pugh. No, Harry Styles has stood up. Yeah. There you go, type of thing. And then there's the one moment where they're going at it, and Chris, and the, within this scene, Chris Pine walks in oh, and God. just watches it. And then Florence Pugh looks and sees he's in the room. And as opposed to going, Jack, 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 your boss is right there, 
she just kind of yeah. like looks at him and lets it keep happening and then and then Chris Pine's kind of like hmm and then just walks back out bizarre and, and that's the total sex scenes in this film oh uh, okay i mean well that's weird so considering olivia wilde tried to make this a very sex positive film it there's not <laughs> there's not a lot of sex going on <laughs> which i'm not saying that like i wanted more sex in this yeah it's, like, well, it's yeah, like, but... you hyped it up man of being a yeah, but don't, yeah, like... well, don't, also don't market it like that that's, that's weird. what i mean it's weird exactly it's like right there's yeah there's that and also i watched an interview with olivia wilde mm. um it was it colbert yeah colbert um yeah i watched her interview with her which i want to say as well i like I like the idea of Olivia Wilde as a director. I really like Booksmart, and I, I like. I really do not. I really like. I really enjoyed Booksmart, and I like the short film she did with Margaret Qualley, and uh, the and the vibe that I got from her with both Booksmart and this short film that she did was in my head. I'm like, oh, I can see a lot of parallels with Spike Jones in her visual style. So mm. my and so my I'm like okay cool let's see what she does so I was so I'm all I'm still all for Olivia Wilde being like see what she does directing wise, yeah um, she just shouldn't be doing Jordan Peele type thrillers because she's not good at it um, yeah but what's interesting to me is that when watching her interview with this because uh, she was very vocal about the fact that she loved doing the um, car chase scene. She loves doing oh, action-based yeah. scenes. And she says, oh, let me do Fast and Furious, whatever. That would be great. I would love to do that. I'm like, she seems oh, to just... But, which also, I'll be very, that'd be so funny if I see Olivia <laughs> Wilde directing Fast and Furious 11. And then, oh, my God. <laughs> um, come back. That's Olivia. Come with the family. <laughs> come with the family. Come be a part of the, the family. family. So there's that. And then, so the one thing... And that's one moment of the film that's really unnecessary. So, what I'm scared about Olivia Wilde is that she's all there just to do big spectacle and nothing else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my whole shtick on Don't Worry, Darling. It's not good. Uh, it's not a film that... It's also not a film that deserves the amount of, quote, outrage. Yeah. It, the drama is really nothing, and the film was also really nothing. <laughs> yeah. And... It tried to be, I said, it tried to be, it thought it was intelligent, but once it got to the twist, I'm like, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I get it. I mean, and, obviously. Right, so whatever. <laughs> it was like, Lewis went like, it almost, it was as if Olivia Wilde really wanted to do an A24 film, and A24 went, that wasn't, no, you missed the point. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, no, do you, because there's, a, right, the final point. Now, yeah, yeah, go on. Oh, will it spoil... I'm not going to say specifics because it will spoil, not Don't Worry Darling, it will spoil my film that isn't totally oh, okay. public yet. Yeah. But they do a moment at the very end um, yeah. where I'll explain it like when we stop recording, but they do a moment in Don't Worry Darling that is very similar to how I ended Love Bethany. Oh. And they get a certain like section. I'm like, and it was the what the one time, the one time I've ever been able to do this. Yeah. When I went to Lewis, I went, I'm not being funny, Lewis. I did that better. <laughs> and it's been the only time I've ever felt like I could say that as a filmmaker, where like like as someone who makes films, I'm always very cautious about trashing films. Cause it's like, well, you try to do it better. 
And I did. Oh, okay. (laughs) Very curious about that. So that's that's what I'll leave off with. If you're even more curious, come to ARC on um, October 26th to see Lord Bethany. If you're able to. I don't know the ticket information on that, but there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean... Oh, what have I been watching? I, thing is, I, I this is usually the point in the in the show where I would do the uh, what's Roy been watching this week on the telly box segment, but um, I haven't watched anything because I've been at work. I've had no time to do anything. So I I, I get home from work at like half seven, yeah. and then and then I've got to be in. I've got to be. A, I've, I have my tea, and then I've got to be asleep again by about half nine ten ish, or I'm not going to get up at five the next morning. To get the train, so I I have barely watched anything. But I, what I will what I will say I've watched, um, and and I'm gonna give you a little quiz right now, Oscar. Okay. Um, this is this is after seeing after seeing She Hulk's latest episode. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I, so I'm an episode behind on Rings of Power, and I'm an episode behind on House of the Dragon. I'll catch up at the weekend, I imagine. Um, and I'm like fucking three episodes behind on Andor. I I watched the I've watched the first episode. It it seems pretty good actually, right. weirdly good. Um, yeah, but Gary I'll... Gary said to me he prefers it more than a, than Kenobi is what he yeah, said. Yeah, it, it was def- it was definitely better than Kenobi. Um, but I'll I'll watch more of that and report back next week. Uh, so get excited for that. But I watched uh, I watched the latest episode of She Hulk, Oscar. Right now, tell me if any of this sounds familiar to you, sir. <laughs> right, it's a it's a show that is trying to explore the idea of being um, a woman in the 21st century, right? Through the eyes of a female protagonist who talks directly to the audience. And for the second to last episode of the season, they decided to do an episode where that character goes to a a wellness retreat um, and discovers a little bit about themselves and has a little bit of a breakdown and a bit of a breakthrough around about understanding themselves. Now, does that sound very familiar to you to the second to last episode of Fleabag season one? Because like, exa- uh, that is exactly what the fuck it is. It's that, but not good. <laughs> Imagine that, but everything that makes Fleabag amazing yeah. is stripped away. And instead right. you've got a shit CGI green woman. What more could you want, eh? You know, and you've got Tim Roth and it's good to see him, I suppose. But I mean... Christ, I, it, I again. I've never seen She-Hulk. I just want to say I want to. It's more sort of a curiosity point of view. Yeah. If you're this far deep in and not enjoying it, because I thought because I have to. It's basically right. my job okay, at this point. Okay. To okay yeah. You, watch this. Okay. Yeah. You have to. That's a good point. Okay. Never mind. Because I was going to say yeah. like, isn't this show clearly made for a very specific audience? And well, but I don't. Not... I don't think it's even good for them. Right, like for, I think what they're trying to go for is is a is a female audience, and I think they're trying to be relatable in, in showing the struggles of being a woman um, nowadays my, and all that kind of stuff. But it's not even it's not even doing that well. But from what I isn't it? It's not even that. I thought like it try to be more like you know like like um like trash comedy telly. You know, like how like where it's like yeah, where it's where yeah. it's like where it's like mind numbingly like nothing that it's literally for someone just to go let me just stick that on so i don't need a focus well there's bits of that Uh, like a a, a part of it yeah like a bit big bang theory-esque is that is it more so being that um, audience 
No, because it's not. It's not even that. It's it's not. It's not as disposable as something like that. Right. Okay. And it, and it's not as episodic as something like that. There's still a All plot right. a plot going through, but it's just. See, for me, what's annoying me about it is that all of the pieces are there. So that what what's going on is that she becomes She Hulk, and when she's just Jen, when she's just yeah. Jennifer Walters, she is um kind of overlooked and and whatever, and she's never been she's never been uh, the most attractive or the most confident person in the world, and and well, even even though she's she is incredibly attractive and. It's bizarre to me that the show keeps treating it like she isn't. But whatever. Anyway. I, heard op- I heard opposite. Oh, or is it more of a thing where oh, people no, are is fe- it, as in- oh, is it people fetishizing She-Hulk? And then- yes, yeah, right, people yeah, are fetish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but then she becomes She-Hulk and people treat her differently and she's got this big, strong, athletic body and this amazing hair. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and people talk to her differently and people respect her differently and she, she gains this other kind of confidence. But then... She has a kind of crisis of faith as to, well, why don't people like me as I am, as opposed to being like, which is all of the pieces are there to explore femininity and how people treat women based on appearance. It's all there, mm-hmm. but then but then they go, <laughs> she's twerking with Megan the Stallion, and it's like, all right, but like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what is this? So the, this latest episode was like she she met this guy um, last week, who um, whose general character was he seems nice, it, one of those kind of characters um, okay. who who seemed to like her as she was as opposed to being like She Hulk, um, and then in this episode they they fight they go on a few dates together and it turns out, and then they sleep together and then the, she he doesn't reply to her text for like three days and she's like what the hell's going on. Then fucking Tim Roth is there's uh he might have broken his parole, so they have to go and see she bailed him out on parole earlier in the season. Don't worry about it, right? He he now runs you know how he was Abomination Incredible Hulk? Yeah. He he now runs a wellness retreat for for bad guys to like talk about their anger or whatever and become better guys or whatever. Which is very funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like that's not fucking hilarious because it is. Um, so she has to go up there and then her car gets broken through various um, mishaps including a, a, a half bull half man called man bull right it's, it's fine um, and she ends up she's, she keeps checking her phone to see if this Josh guy's replied and he hasn't and blah blah blah, blah. and then uh, she comes clean to everyone she's part of this wellness group and they're doing like a therapy session sort of thing like a group sharing session and then she kind of blurts everything out and then they go like you're amazing just as you Jen you don't need to be She-Hulk or whatever and she realises that about herself and she can be loved and whatever yeah we've got two episodes left what are we doing also bear, bear in mind can I say I've been waiting they teased the appearance of Daredevil in, oh, the, yeah, yeah. in the final scene of episode five, we've now finished episode seven, and he's yet to show up. Where the fuck is he? It's the ending, probably. I it's the only reason I'm watching this fucking show is to see Daredevil show up. All right, I'm sick of it, and I'm I'm trying to like it. I like the She-Hulk character. I think she's great. I think Tatiana Maslany is very good in the role. I heard, um, I heard she I heard she's not the thing to. Do. 
what a common theme this episode is. It's like, yeah, don't like she's the not thing. the issue. <laughs> don't like the thing, but the lead actress is actually really good. <laughs> yeah, she's she's great, but the writing and direction, oh, the direction. They're doing that thing where they get comedic actors and they go just riff. Just oh, we'll do one. No. We'll do we'll do one take where we do the script and then just riff and we'll edit around it. And Paul, it means, the Paul, the Paul Feig directing yes, style. Yeah, yes, yeah. and it means that there's no continuity between takes, so the editing is fucked. Right. It doesn't make any sense because they've clearly gone off on a tangent in a take, and the edit, the director's gone, I like that, can you splice that in? And it's like, yeah, but for continuity, and she's like, oh, no, no, but it's funny. It's like, yeah, mm. but it does. the edit, oh, as an editor, it fucking freaks me out. I don't like it. I, <laughs> I hate it. I hate the idea of ever being in a room with a director like that. It just, it would stress me out. Um, so yeah, overall, it, it remains not good. And hopefully next week, Daredevil will show up. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying that every day. Every week I go, it's still not very good. And I hope Daredevil shows up next week. <laughs> I don't know. Well, next week, uh, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, Robbie. Yes. But apart from, uh, I'll, I'll share my thoughts on Blonde next week. Uh, yes. Uh, but correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Werewolf by Night also next week? Oh, that's a distant possibility. Yeah, it's the 4th, isn't it? The 4th of October, is it? I think, which is, I'll check now. Give me a goddamn minute, will you? Just get off my goddamn back, Oscar. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I also know for a fact as well, the new Mike Flanagan show, The Midnight Club, is the 7th. Oh, so I won't be ta- we won't be talking about that then. Realistically, uh, okay. we won't be talking about that because... By the time we, because that's the Friday, we won't be yeah. talking about that then. Werewolf um, by Night is also the seventh, which uh, is so, Friday. So, it, so, so it'll be the week after we'll talk about. That. Yeah, I, I'll, Blonde will be next week's discussion on my end, unless if you also watch that as well. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I might do. You'll see, you'll see, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but I'll be talking about Blonde next week. But yeah, that's yeah. That, that's the intermission section. Oh, I think. oh wait, no, last last bit before we go into the letterbox reviews. Um, and this I'm gonna briefly say this for anyone who's missed the news somehow. I don't know how the fuck you would have missed this. Uh, Hugh Jackman's back as Wolverine. Yeah, great. I don't know. I, right, I'll, I'll buzzing. Yeah, yeah, right. Here's here's how I put it. Hang on, let me let me uh, see if I can find the exact message that I sent. Okay. First of all, I found out ja- when I was a little. I found out when I was a little bit tipsy that both. Reese told us this, Lewis told me this, and then Angus told me this. Uh, and so okay. I was just a bit like, oh, okay, right. And uh, the thing <laughs> that I said to, uh, I said this to Lewis. Yes. The, uh, yesterday, I went, uh, where's it at? Hang on, let me find it. Um, I, if I can't find it right off the bat, I'll. Uh, just say what I... Okay, yeah, here it is. I said, um, I'm still unsure about you, Jackman, coming back. And then I went, this is my analogy of the situation. I went, all I'm saying is Shawn Michaels had an amazing retirement in 2010, and then he came back to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, and it all went to shit. Uh, so, um, well, he's only coming back for this one. Cheddar, cheddar, but no. But also, hey, hey, Sh- Shawn no, Michaels no, came. Shawn Michaels came back for one. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even think it is for the money, though, because a he loves Kevin Feige and he wants to work with Kevin Feige, and he's been talking about wanting to. If there was one thing he wanted to do with Wolverine, it was do it in the MCU at least once. Okay, so he's he's getting that, and also him and Ryan Reynolds are like fucking best mates. I like so the he, idea. 
I like it's, the yeah. general idea, but I'm also terrified in the sense of like I had one reason to rewatch Logan because I wasn't fussed on the film anyway. I had one reason to rewatch it was like it's Hugh Jackman's last hour as Wolverine. I'll watch it, see if I can try and be emotional. Now I yeah. can't. Now, now, now I, now I well, have. Yeah, no, well, you now can. I, now I have no reason to rewatch Logan because I don't give a shit about it. Well, no, because you no, 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 incorrect, incorrect, incorrect. I you don't get care ups- about it. You can, you can get no, you can get up. You can still watch Logan and get upset because it's the end of that character. Him but coming it's back. Not. Doesn't... He's back. He's no, back. no, he's not back. They've, they've no, spoken. He's, no, he's back in this, this film. He's coming no, I know back he, as Wolverine. I know he's coming back, but the character dies in that film and is dead. They but, they said when they announced this, they have said. Logan takes place in 2029. We are not right. touching that. Right. But also, no, but the whole point of that was like, I'm trying to get emotional in real life that Lo- that Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is gone. That's the whole yeah, but point. It, it, yeah, but he was never going to be. He would always have fucking come back to do some shit. He would, there is no reality in which that was the last thing he did. No reality in which that happened. You see, I just like you know, I had faith in Hugh Jackman had pride, but here we I mean, are. He still does have. <laughs> he still does have pride. You can bring him back for a fun fucking Deadpool movie, and if anything, I mean, I I still would have preferred my idea, which I floated a few weeks ago. I don't know if anybody remembers this when I said that I would have liked them to bring Hugh Jackman in, but it's just the actor Hugh Jackman. Yeah, <laughs> he's just, he's just he, playing himself. See, he's like, I would have liked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not even playing Wolverine, he's just playing Hugh Jackman and Deadpool's just annoying him and trying to convince him that he is Wolverine and he's got no idea what the yeah. fuck he's talking about. I, w- I, I could've I, I, I could have gotten bored with that. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I hope I'll, that I'll it's pro- a, um, I mean, Sean Levy doesn't give me hope as well with directing it. Well um, he does a lot of stranger things and that's very good. I dude, didn't I didn't g- like Free Guy or uh, going from T V to films not yeah. the, not the yeah. same. Not the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, well, no. I, I mean, uh, for I'll me, see. my my hope now in my uh, my hot prediction, if we, so, somebody clip this and, and keep it forever, or until the fucking movie comes out, I guess. Um, I hope that it's a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe situation. There, cool. there was there was a comic where he just yeah. he just killed everybody. I hope it's just that, but for the Fox X Men. Yeah. Universe. I hope it's just that he just goes and fucking kills everybody, and that'd be and cool. Hugh, and Hugh Jackman is with him for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited about this. So I think it'll be good. I have, I have faith that it's going to be pretty good. Uh, uh, but but brief, that's the end of the intermission, I think. But all, no, but right. Brief, uh, go on. brief, 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 because you reminded yeah, me yeah, of something. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, retiring and how someone should have retired, um, yeah. Roger Federer retired from tennis. Oh, boy, <laughs> boy, did he. Oh, uh, it was uh, my, my, my number one, <laughs> my main guy. And, yeah. I, and I stayed up because Andy Murray took too fucking long to finish his game. It's and not then, like him. Yeah. <laughs> That's tennis. Like, no, yeah. no one's on schedule. <laughs> yeah. No one's on schedule with these things. They're like, oh, no, it'll go about two hours. It's like, they're not going to just only go two hours, you idiots. So, you fucking uh, dummy. So the retirement matches for Dahl, the final for Dahl, Federer and Nadal, team it again. Mm-hmm. Absolute dream team. And um, it looked like he was going to win. And he was very close to it. Federer was serving the match point. And then bloody Francis TFO, who <laughs> just comes out of nowhere and just goes, boink, no. <laughs> and then Unbelievable. This, and then we go to a tie break. And then he loses. And then to which everyone in the O2 arena just goes, 
Oh. Okay. <laughs> and then we get a really nice emotional farewell from Roger Federer. He speaks about Aww. it. And then randomly they go, and now Ellie Golden. I'm like, what? And then we Damn get it. and then we get two back-to-back songs of Eddie Golden performing live while Roger Federer is crying next to Rafael Nadal. <laughs> and, Roger, and I'm like, what do we do? Hang on. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And, and we never once hear from the winners as well. We never once hear from the t- Jack Sock and Francis Tiafo who won the match. It's like they almost were prepared. They almost re- it was almost like they really wanted Roger Federer to win. And it was like, oh, he lost. Now let's play a little video package on Roger Federer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. To me, I'm an old school guy. I, I Obviously, I watch wrestling. And me, I always like, when you retire, you retire on your back. And you retire losing. Yeah. So it's like, that didn't bother me or whatever. It's like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it just felt like they really prepped it for like, and once again, retiring, winning. Roger Federer. It's like, no, he didn't. No. But yeah. But yeah. It's oh, but, Jesus. Uh, but, it, but I just want to mention the bizarre nature of just watching. Like, <laughs> I'm listening to a horrific live Ellie Golden performance where Roger yeah. Federer is just crying with his wife. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, good, good on you, Roger. Good innings. I mean, it's just like, I just couldn't, like, I couldn't. It was so bizarre to me. And also, <laughs> and also, Team Europe eventually lost the Labour Cup, Team World won. The first time, and someone oh, pointed out, so, someone put like John McEnroe was dancing like a motherfucker, like a like a team. Yeah. Well, it was like, yeah, he did a little jiggle. It was funny, um, <laughs> and but it was just one of these things where it was like the first, this is the very first time Team World has won the Labour Cup, and someone went, trust it be the very first time Team Europe has got the big four. So it, they've got Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, Murray, all on yeah. Team Europe. And team world win. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah. I mean that's bad. That's a bad show, isn't it? That's a that's a thing. But yeah. So Christ. for uh, oh. Feder Federer retired. Sad time, but also he retired at forty-one years of age. He's like, yeah, my knee's not going to keep coming up with this. So yeah, that's fair. And he, mean, and he and he and he still pl- and he played a really good game as well. It wasn't even like yeah. oh, never mind. It's like he played really good doubles. But yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, I good on him. My my once every so often Oscar talks tennis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah that's, man. That, that's what's happening. But with that being said, Robbie, should we move over to the negative letterbox reviews? Hell yeah, we should. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the segment, this is where we go to the social media site, Letterbox, uh, where we go to the film that we've been talking about this episode, and we go to the negative reviews on that section. And sometimes there's some really funny ones. Uh, I'm going to predict a lot of uh, comments about misogyny in this one. I don't think we're going to have a good week this one. Okay. We had a. I. 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 I ju- it's just the ebbs and flow, isn't it? Last week was a banger. Yeah. Last week was an Weirdly. absolute banger. Mary. Yeah. M- Mary Plotlin's had an umbrella. Uh, very, very good stuff. Uh, but yeah, here we go. Um, half a star. Worst Billy Wilder movie I've ever watched because I always expect a good and entertaining movie when I see his name. Marilyn Monroe's acting was terrible. Brackets. She is beautiful and well dressed, though. Uh, the way the main mm. character. Uh, the way the main character was behaving was disgusting and gross. To be honest, I almost hated everything about this movie because it wasn't even entertaining. It was such a waste of time. Well, I disagree about the Marilyn Monroe bit. Come on. Yeah. But, I mean, him being a bad bloke is kind of the point. I mean, mm. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, let good. Me, let, let me defend Sherman. Good. Yeah, <laughs> good on him. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of it's kind of the point of the character that he's, he's, a, he's a stupid man. 
Um, speaking of such, half a star. Fucking hell, I hate men. Yeah, that's yeah, no, same. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, half a star, a dumb film with a smutty premise, a stupid protagonist with utterly fake narration, a zero plot, total garbage, rating F. And this is why it's excellent. You just listed all the reasons why it's good. <laughs> you just listed all the reasons it's funny. What do, what do you want from me? I don't know. <laughs> it's just that one so- bit of him talking in the shower. This insane man. He's it's l- absolutely he's a lunatic lun- of a man. He's a lunatic. Get him like God, get him like in a in a cell. Someone um, get him in a padded cell. Uh half a star, thoroughly unenjoyable and horny. Hated all the characters. Oh sorry, that was my review for Don't Worry, Darling. Ah, uh, very good. <laughs> very good. So he snuck it in there. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we have fun, don't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> God, 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 we need to. Oh, um, Christ. Half a star. Who knew a movie about an annoying and paranoid guy who spends most of his time alone at his house and talks to himself during the whole time was so unbearable? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's funny. That's why everyone's it's not just, good. That's everyone, why everyone's not. just listing the reasons it's funny. Uh, <laughs> um... Half a, half a star, Marilyn captures the attention as always, but the tone, writing, and every other character are completely without value. Skip it. I mean, I think like it's not worth skipping because I think it's worth going through this like insanity that I went through. So do it. Yeah. Or I might yeah, just, do it anyway. It's funny. Or I might just be a sociopath and I just might need yeah. it's like I need to feel any feelings. So let me just watch this mess. <laughs> yeah. By the time I'm getting the end and by the time Tom McKenzie gets murdered by one punch. <laughs> <laughs> one punch Sherman. What do you mean? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. Ha- um, half a star. This is so so bad. Don't watch it. It's horrible. It's not. A, it's not funny. Yeah, that's not a um, fun one. Um, half a star. What a fucking nightmare. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that, that's the best one so far. Do you remember that section in Vertigo where Jimmy Stewart's going through this really like, like he's the floating head with all colours and oh uh, like, yeah, like, like yeah. this really trippy sequence. I felt like that at like the last like five minutes of the film. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, oh, like, just God. imagine this. Just imagine this. <laughs> just, like, just going green, red, green, red, flowing through <laughs> nothing. That was like how I felt during the end of this film. <laughs> um, oh Christ! And finally, half a star. I saw Marilyn Monroe stand on top of the subway grates. Now what? <laughs> That's the best one. That's the best Back, one. Yeah, easily the best one of the day. I don't think how I don't think all of Famer. No, I don't think all of Famer. I did enjoy uh, <laughs> what a fucking nightmare or whatever that person said. Oh, uh, what a uh, yeah, what literally what yeah. a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, good on him. Yeah, no, but like that was like it was that and the fact of like no, but it's like yeah, we saw a stand on the grate, but we didn't even see the like you know that I'm yeah. like like I'm waiting for like okay, give me the shot, and, and then I'm it didn't like happen. it didn't happen. Doesn't what? exist. What? Excuse me. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. That, that's Good the stuff. that's the seven year itch, and that's will lead us on to the outro of this. Oh, yeah. uh, good episode. I like this episode, Robbie. A, lo- a lovely one. episode. I, I, do you know? I still can't get over is the um, is the Martin Scorsese cameo. Yeah, we Martin as, Scorsese as it, phoned in. Yeah. So much has happened since then. That, like, I know, but as as if he just rang you up. Yeah, what a crazy exactly. guy. I, I hope to hear more of him. 
I mean, hopefully, hopefully. You know, or, yeah. or maybe you can get some of his fellow Hollywood stars to to give us a ring. You know, I, I don't know. I don't we'll know how we. I don't know how he got my number, but he, yeah, well, he, but he did. Um, Must be doing we, something, right? We've actually got uh, we got Tyler on the we technically we did, I, oh yeah yeah technically that, about that. I didn't te- ring Tyler, didn't I? Technically, that is the first like <laughs> like that is the intermission debut for Tyler McCulloch and also by proxy Angus and I assume Kate. Yeah, either <laughs> Kate or Ellie. Maybe I don't know who it was. Jess, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, do you want to hear some uh, before we do our our outro and say goodbye to the lovely people? Would you like to see, hear some incredible news? Uh, now you see me three is in the works with the director of Venom attached to direct. Wait, didn't he what do? A, didn't he already? What do a it, time though? to be alive! I don't Did, know. Didn't Ruben Flesh already do? Oh no, he, I thought he did. Now you see me two. I thought he did. That. Oh, did he? I'll have a look. Um, no, that was John M. Chu. Oh, the guy who did Crazy Rich Asians. Possibly. No, it is. It, it is. The oh, okay. <laughs> and and uh, Louis... Louis Literia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I, he, yeah, he did the first one. So yeah, Ruben Fleisch is doing, doing uh, a movie that nobody wants, which is really on brand for him, actually. He does a lot of that, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Good on him. Um, a few, things, uh, before we, a few yeah. things before we go. Next week's film. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? We keep it on brand in terms of like... Uh, uh, themed in terms of why we're talking about it. Uh, yeah. Netflix have got another film coming out, not late this month, but like later in oh. later in October. Yeah, um, and uh, we're going to be talking about the very first version of this film. We next week we are talking about the 1930 film, oh. um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, uh, there's go- I discovered there's going to be there's a new version of this that Netflix are releasing that looks really good actually. So oh, really? I thought, uh, why not fit in the oldie one, the very old one from 1930, a Best Picture winner as well, one of the early Best Picture winners as well. So we're going to be talking about all. Ah. So we're going to be talking about all Quiet on the Western Front, the 1930, not 1979. I think it's 79. Can't remember. Not but. 2022 with Daniel Bruhl. Yeah, that's the new one. That's the new. God, uh, I fucking love that guy. Yeah, that's the new Netflix one coming out late October. So. Cool. I all right, get, sweet. So yeah, we talk about all quiet on the Western Front next week. Um, there you go. I've seen it once, liked it, but uh, yeah. I'll be interested in watching it again with a bit of an analytical viewpoint and that stuff. Uh, but also, um, I don't know if Lewis will have time to do uh, anything this week, so we'll like. Uh, I so, Lewis, if you want to stick something in, do it now. Yeah. But if you didn't, then we'll just move on. Um, uh, what did you think of his diss track? I finally discovered what it was. Uh, I have no idea what the hell is going on. I I I um I don't remember us ever organizing to go to a fair to, together. Um I don't remember ever standing him up to go to the fair. Uh if I did I apologize profusely. This is take this is my apology video. I was to um, say have you, but, have, you, have you got the receipts? But I, well, got- I don't know. Well this is what I mean. Where are the receipts, Lewis? I I, I don't know what fair you're talking about or when we would have possibly gone to it. So apologies if there's something that I've uh, that I've misremembered. But, but do you have any details on this? What is this about? Um, it was a. I mean, I kind of want to just keep playing it. The fact of like, yeah, he he really does think that you like, uh, I'm, like you did this like thing where you just well, stood him I, up. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I think you've got me confused with someone else. I <laughs> I don't know. If, you know, maybe maybe there's another podcast host. 
um, that maybe did it, and it wasn't me. I don't know. These are all these are all possibilities. That's that's Robbie's retort. If Lewis again, I will say now. Yeah. If, you have, if you have anything to retort to that, put it in yeah. now. But if not, we'll continue on. And I'm not going to give any more context because I feel like it's funnier just now being like, <laughs> just building this narrative of Lewis being like, Robbie stood me up. I went, I couldn't go to the fair. Yeah. And Robbie Millie, I'm not aware that this happened. I, I don't know what he's talking about. So, I mean, whole fair's coming up actually, end of October. So if he wants to come down, um, I'll happily take you to the fair. I'll get you a, I'll get you a candy apple if that's what you want. Uh, you know, I'll get you some candy floss, maybe some, uh, some brandy snap. He doesn't drink, so. But no, it's not. Oh, what the hell is wrong with you? Know, <laughs> I know, I know, you I know. son of a <laughs> bitch. I, um, oh, God damn it. And and some nugget, which I call nugget, but apparently it's called nougat. Oh, yeah, yeah, nougat. Yeah. What a crock of shit that is. <laughs> it's, called, it's called nugget. What this... kind of. I mean, we can start that as a debate if you want. If anyone wants to turn coat on, on Team Robbie because I've called it, because I've called it nugget, not nougat, then. I don't want you anyway, so you can go. And speaking of such, let's just double check the poll. Oh, yeah, see if there's uh, any. Um, finally, any let's additions. just see. Um, right. Okay, it, we, it looks like we've upped it a little bit, wasn't it? Like, oh, okay. It was, it was like, we're now on like 40. Oh, no, it literally just went up as soon as I looked there. Literally. Oh, dear God. It was 40% Team Oscar and 60% Team Robbie. And then the yeah. story reset. And, and then I opened the story back up, and now it's 44% Team Oscar, 56% oh. Team Robbie. Who have you got? So let's have a look at who... Any new additions? Right, okay. So this is offic- the official, official update yeah. lists. Again, okay. if again, if you didn't vote... The, the, if you voted last time, but you didn't vote this time, your, your position still stands. Okay. So, right, we are looking now. We are looking at Team Oscar. Yeah. Right? <laughs> So of course we still got Angus. Yeah. We still got Ellie. Yeah. We still got Kate. Mm-hmm. We still got Maddie. Yeah. Uh we we've, we've got a guy called Rob um Rob Heselton, who I believe was first year oh. film on so now second year film. So Oh. Well fuck you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. And we know who we know um who Hutch has been talking highly about. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Dickhead. We know we know what's the new DIY is I'm all d- I'm saying. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> um, and now on Team Robbie. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, 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 and the other person on Team Oscar. Yeah. Is uh, my mum. It's Geraldine Fitchett. So thank oh, you. Oh well so, yeah. I mean we've uh, now, it's, it's we've, we've, to be oh, expected, we've, but fuming. We've, we've got a so wholesome member now. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, we've your, got... Your team's going to get some real nice cakes and stuff now. <sighs> oh, we... God that's what I mean. fucking damn it. Yeah, we've got... The, the, you know, like, the 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 random, like, mother in The Godfather that was just always about making yeah. spaghetti and just tending to things? That's yeah. my mom now in this situation. Fantastic. Right, and now Team Robbie. Yeah. So, well, I don't think anything... No, nothing's been changed. Nothing's changed. Well... Well, if nothing has changed, Oscar. And hang on, and I want to say this. Let me just refresh it. Yeah, no, nothing's changed. All I'm saying is, Conor Dorian has looked at the poll, but he's still unbelievable. Yeah. Oh my god. So you can just imagine him sat at home, can't you? Just like, oh, I don't don't know, like, could I? (laughs) Just like this. Just yeah, just stressing out. I don't Um, know. I don't. 
here's yeah. a crazy update for you before we go. Um, the teams lists are now equal. We have equal amounts on each team. Can we? Should we re- read out the full teams? So yeah, so Team Oscar, Team Oscar, Maddie Tweedale, yes, Kate Aoki, yes, Ellie Cutmore, yes, Angus Moore, Finley Myers, Gary Bradshaw, Leo Bradley, Rob Heselton, Geraldine Fitchett. Hell yeah, Team Robbie, Sam Bambarino Clark. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, but the less impressive one. He ju- uh, he jumped. He jumped. He's the first de facto. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Reese, who could be a mole, but we're not sure on that yet. All I'm saying um, is, I want to say I'm not aware of this. If he is, yeah. If he well, is, we'll keep keep an eye on him. He's officially on t- Team Robbie, but all I'm saying is I don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, Adam the Chin Star, uh, girlfriend of the podcast, Julia Colley. Uh, Birthday boy Tyler McCulloch, Ryan Tomlinson, Aoife McKeon, Joseph Caslin. People, the team team sheets. The people that I think we need to know. Yeah, we need to know Connor. We do need to know Connor. We and we need to know Anna Bant. Sorry, my sister's just coming in, waved at me. Team Robbie, uh, team Oscar member. (laughs) Is it team? the other one. Oh, right. The, other, so, yeah, the undecided. No. The undecided t- team member. Yeah, the gay one. Is what okay. This goes out on the internet. <laughs> I mean, yes, but she could listen. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I love you. See you in a bit. Brilliant. Uh, it's um, good to see you anyway. So, yeah, we need to know, we need to know Connor Dorian, and I just want to know Anna and a band. Yeah, out of curiosity, I'd love to get the lecturers involved. I'd love to learn what Lee's thinking. Oh, that, I, 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 just I, saying. I feel like Lee's team, Robbie. Well, I well, I messaged you say that, but I messaged him and said, <laughs> and he, "Hello, Lee. I've got to put some references down for my job. Would you like to be a reference?" He, he went, said, "No." He went, it "Should be a lecturer, really." <laughs> well, I think he replied like, uh, "I can be if you want, but it looks better if it's a lecturer." I was like, oh, right, well, I'll talk to Hutch then. <laughs> if, you, if you're going to be like that, Lee. So there you oh, go. God, I love that man. Right. <laughs> do you have a Robbo's Weekly Joke? Oh, I can do a Robbo's Weekly Joke if you want. Yeah. Let, let, let's, um, let, let's sign it out with this, with a Robbo's okay. Weekly Joke. We'll, we'll do a Robbo's Weekly Joke. Let me think of a good one. I did the... Um, I did I do the splits one? Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, okay. So this, this week will be... Um, <clears throat> I went into my local video shop and I said, can I borrow Batman forever? And he said, no, you've got to give it back next Thursday. <laughs> anyway, thanks for, thanks for listening, everyone. I never know how <laughs> I hate but also love at the same time that when it goes to Robbo's Weekly Joke is a unbelievably close to the microphone. <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it is a, I want it to be really clipping. I want it. It's going to get to the point where it's going to be borderline asmr yeah but you can which is what which is the aim really well we have an asmr subsection on the podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway guys thank you all for watching listening jesus christ i didn't think this would be as long as it was but here we I are know, right? we've christ. had a we've had an eventful one we've had an eventful one we it's, have yeah we might scorsese we have martin scorsese we've established further established the teams yeah. We, we talked about a film for the first time that you liked that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, we talked, we, we went through the Don't Worry Darling 
nonsense. I managed. Fiasco. I managed to talk a bit about a film that I did like, which was After Yang. You yeah. brought me up to speed on She-Hulk. Uh, yeah, we, show that continues to be bad. We read the negative letterbox reviews, and we got we got a robber's joke. So there yeah. you go. What uh, more could you want? Excuse me. And next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be on All Quiet on the Western Front, 1930. Uh, before we head off, I realize I didn't say this as well. Uh, obviously, links in the description below oh, yeah. uh, for Instagram and Letterbox. So if you want to see updates, there's that. But also to wind it up as well, I aware that we didn't get to it in sleep. But also, I want to say there's obviously still there's still mental health links in the description below. Uh, if you need any help, there's links in there to be the first step towards your help. And with that being said, we'll sign off. And thank you all for watching slash listening. We'll see you next week. And sign us off, Robbie. Sura. So